0: with spirits.
1: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 14 of season two, Spirits of Spirit Spirits. I'm your host, John Watkins, with your gracious host, host with the most bows, Mr. David Lowe. Host host. <laughs> we got a great What's show up, everybody? lined up for you tonight. Uh we got a special guest, Mr. Brett Brett Wagner. You I've been already drinking messed a lot. It up, bro. I've been drinking a lot today. Leave it, leave it. <laughs> uh, Brett but, Wagner, the, the, the lost leather the, face. Uh, the big gonna, swag himself, yeah,
0: uh, my brother bro from Shwag. another mother,
1: brother from another mother, I thought I was your brother from another mother
0: <laughs> you i 've got so many different mothers, so <laughs> but, but he was he was i mean he probably doesn 't feel the same way about me, but he was <laughs> one of my one of one of my best friends in pro wrestling and that's awesome that 's awesome because I,
1: a lot of people we don 't talk a lot about that about your actual uh you actually had a pro wrestling career back in the day. Uh, which is freaking awesome. It, it was
0: it was four years. It wasn't <laughs> yeah, I like know. A, a whole I, lot. Not but, a career, you, know, but
1: you had a stint in the pro wrestling gig, and I, that's fucking I had a amazing. little bit. I was on
0: TV. I, you know, I got on TV. I got I signed autographs. I had fans. Yeah. It was it was it was all right. It's awesome. But you know, nobody nobody ever knows the name the family man David Lowe. and that was that was my wrestling gimmick, mainly because I would go to the ring with my kids and. Um, I was try. I tried to start out as a heel or a bad guy. Yes, you're and not a bad guy. but my kids kept cheering for me. <laughs> and like, you're not a bad
1: guy. <laughs> so, so
0: I, I kept trying. You know, try and tell them I'm a bad guy. You're supposed to boo me, and they didn't understand that. <laughs> um, so one one week I came out, and the whole crowd was calling me daddy and cheering for me and stuff because of the kids, and wow. um. And so then the ring announcer just changed my gimmick right there on the fly, and they called me the Family Man. The
1: Family. Uh, yeah, that makes sense, honestly. Uh-
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, it, it does. I, I mean, I kind of, I kind of did that for them, you know. So I, because that, that was my goal was to do a match in front of my kids. Was that was that was my ultimate goal.
1: Why am I getting fucking EMF spikes over here? What the fuck?
0: I don't know. Speaking of which, I need to plug. I need. Get mine going.
1: Uh, so, uh, family, man, awesome. I love the fact that uh, it's one of my, I love, man, I love the fact that you actually did pro wrestling. So, and the reason we talk about this is because Brett Wagner is, uh, he was a commodity in the wrestling uh, atmosphere. Uh, and he's going to be on the show, and he's done multiple stints with television and movies. And he's going. Yep. he was gracious enough to talk with us, uh, thanks to uh, Dave over there. Uh but I do have to say wanna s- first start off with saying thank you for Anchor for allowing thank us you, Anchor.
3: <laughs> to thank take you the
1: Anchor audio portion of this live broadcast We've, and putting it out there to there everybody you, like bro. oh so I don't forget names. Awesome. Uh to people like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcast, Radio Public, and of course Breaker. Uh they they graciously not graciously not only do this to for us for free, but they actually uh sponsors a little bit. So, uh it's it's awesome and I want to say thank you for uh, thank you for doing that. And of course, I want to thank Restream. Restream is what allows us to do the multi streams where we can be live on the Facebook page or the Twitter sure. page, the YouTube page, uh live and Twitch. So I want to thank Restream for that. They do not sponsor us, but we give them the shout-out just, uh, just because it's freaking amazing that this is available. So anybody that wants to do a startup podcast, go ahead and check those two places out. It would be awesome. Um, and I think you'll find a lot of success using those two platforms. Uh, but, man, what a great show. So we're going to talk to Brett Wagner. We're going to talk. Uh, we got a lot of questions, I think, uh, between me and you to, to talk to us about this guy. He's going to call in um, tonight. Uh, in about ten minutes, because <laughs> we, yeah. really we started this show really uh, late. Started the show really late, but the show is switching days again because my ass is changing schedules. Uh, <laughs> yeah, your ass is picky, and <laughs> you know something about working a, eighty hours hey. a week got to me. Yeah, you
0: know? <laughs> some, something about that. Haunted. Yeah, yes, I'm, yeah. I'm. I'm going to. I'm going to bring it up during the show. But I wanted to. So this this is a picture of Brett. Yes, the crazies.
1: Um, I remember him in the crazies.
0: Yeah, and you know I remember him from like episodes of Castle and yeah things like that. To where he's been in he's been in oh, there. Not too sure. I remember
1: um, him in Sons of Anarchy. Really? Interesting on
0: uh, Warhead. and I I'm never I never watched Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> And I, you know, I feel bad about it. How do you but not watch not really. that? It's
1: our, it's our hometown fucking show, man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm... Disrespectful. Disrespectful. Heck no, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, shut up, Ghost Tube. Fucking bastard. <laughs> um, elderly. <disrespect>. And elderly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I called you elderly.
0: <laughs> shut up again.
1: Oh, that's fucking awesome. Just
0: just because I had to put my teeth in this morning.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, I, I specifically do remember him in the crazies when they go to the truck stop. Mm-hmm. I remember him It's it's phenomenal that I'm like Wow, I can't wait to talk to this guy but, I, I, and Yeah, no, he's he, he's, <laughs> he
0: is so, he's so awesome He's a great dude And I really wish we could have got him on video But unfortunately, technical difficulties as they were Didn't work out yeah. But we are going to have him on the call Yep, I have no idea what he's going to say I have no idea what he's going to talk about But our theme tonight Is haunted movie sets Haunted movie sets and I hope yeah, he's so talking
1: about cuz he is the Lost Leatherface. I'm hoping he yeah, talks a little bit about that.
0: We're we're definitely going to talk about that. Um and it's really funny cuz he has a Facebook page for the Lost Leatherface. I guess this is a thing. Really? Um yeah. Um oh, so yeah. I I want him to tell the story of what happened, but he was Leatherface in the 2003 yeah. remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes. And, but he was only on set for a week and mine just said God, um, he was only on set for a week and he got hurt. So, um, I'm not saying that something happened paranormally, but (laughs) it would be kind of (laughs) cool. Um, um, but no, I just, he, he was the, when I first started in pro wrestling down in Southern California, he was the man I interviewed with. Really, um, and it was it was really interesting. He was the first person I met with with UPW, and because that basically I went to one of the shows, and I was like, okay, these guys seem really low budget, but I like how they're doing stuff. I think I can help them, so I emailed them, and I just said, hey, if you guys need any help technical wise. Yeah. with with lighting, with, you know, with music, with computer stuff. I can get you on the internet Do yep. you know, do webcasts before webcasts were popular. This was back in 99. Yeah, so, so if
1: you guys don't know, Dave is the, uh, Dave, Dave is the R-Techie. <laughs> I, I do all
0: the tech support for Spirits for Spirits. Um, But it's a, God, it's a, It was just, it was really interesting because I remember, you know, the first time we spoke on the phone, he goes, are you in shape? And I go, well, if round is a shape, then I'm in shape. (laughs) Um, And he's like, well, you're going to have to get in shape because you're, you know, you're going to be training. Because I was like, you know, I was like, yeah, you don't have to pay me. Just let me train. Just let me learn how to do it. I wasn't planning on actually being out there. I just wanted to learn I just wanted to learn how to do the stuff. Yeah. And, you know, I I think I think I got fairly good at it and got in pretty decent shape. So they started putting me out there, but I didn't like being as heavy as I was. And so I ended up losing the weight and being a referee. And I think that's where I was happiest. Oh. Was because, okay. you know, as a referee, I could I could do like three or four matches at a show. Cause it it had me in a bunch of times and I wouldn't have to worry about it. Whereas if I was wrestling, I would do one, I would do one match and that was it. So, you know, three hour show and I do a 10 minute match and I'm done. But, you know, as a referee, I could do, I do like three or four matches. And if there was ever a, a point where a referee had to take a bump. Yeah for whatever reason, I was the one who was called in to do that because I trained. (laughs) I trained, I could take the shot, and I had a hard enough head to where if somebody actually hit me, it wouldn't hurt too bad. (laughs) Um,
1: I just realized we are not live right now on our Facebook page for some reason.
0: Why not? I don't know. Yeah, no, we're not. No, we're on Spirits of Spirits. I see it. Do you? Yeah, it's on the event channels.
1: Yeah, it's not showing up as our live right now.
0: Oh, you bastard. All all that stuff I said about Restream, I take it all back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we were, uh,
1: for some reason, not live on Facebook. And I don't know why.
0: It just yeah, it says going live soon. Doesn't say that we're live at all.
1: Unless that that there's an X mark next to our Facebook uh post on the post. So I want to go check to see what the hell is going on. Huh. That is, uh, I don't know what the hell happened there.
0: Spirits of Spirits updated the their website address. We talked, okay, so that's there.
2: Well, Had a time change.
1: <clears throat> well, they got us live right now on. Uh... Oh. How do you do a poll? How do you do a poll live on YouTube, Dave?
0: well <laughs> i I'm not an admin on the YouTube page, but if you go to the chat, yeah, I think you'll see the the three the three dot option, and
1: okay. I think you can
0: click on that up at the top and you can do a poll and you like choose a couple of options and and bring them up I have to go on mine I have to go on my YouTube and I can kind of do it, but Hmm.
2: Huh.
0: But I know I did it when I was on, when I did my first Uh, live stream for the lowdown. uh, I just don't know. I don't know if you can do it here. um, So, I don't know if it's going to, it's not going to let me because I'm not an admin on.
1: That's not hard for you to do, but. Oh there it is. Uh, no that's not what I wanted. huh as where that Facebook is like ah uh, no <laughs> We're not showing you today. <laughs> uh,
0: which really sucks
1: that Facebook yeah. is not on here. That's our main yeah, I don't uh, know it's page.
0: it's there it's in the in the thing that it's streaming on Facebook. Yeah, in in Restream, it shows that channel there, Yeah, but it's not in, is it because we changed the time? But it shouldn't be.
1: I don't see why it would be showing up like that, even if we were late. I don't see why it would do that.
0: Yeah, because we were a little bit late, but once we started going live, it should have just done it.
1: Yeah, it's very weird.
0: Strange. Strange also.
2: Very weird
0: I'm, yes I am your friend let's do this yeah that's I'm a little disappointed dude uh, um
1: I don't yeah I don't know why it is not going live here <sighs> that's weird. Oh, well. Um,
0: I'm, ex- I'm excited to get Brett on. It's going to be, gonna be fun. Am,
1: oh, shit. There he is.
0: Speak of the devil. Uh,
1: I better You want
0: that. me to answer or do you answer?
1: I'll let you answer. You ready? One, two, okay. three. Hit and
2: answer.
0: Hello, you're on the air with Spirits and Spirits. This is David. Is this Brett?
2: Can he hear you hear me? Hello?
0: There I you can't go. hear anything. You can't hear... There you go. You can't hear me. I can I can hear you now. <laughs> okay, good.
3: Oh man. How you How doing, you bro? I'm hanging in there, hanging in there. Nice lovely, good. uh nice lovely night. Just fed the dog. The wife's watching a movie, so I got some free time.
0: That's amazing. I just threw your picture up on the on the stream so people know what you look like. <laughs> Oh, that's
3: great.
0: Well, I, I kind of look like
1: that, yeah. <laughs> kind of. Hey, yeah. Brad, how we doing? I'm John.
3: How many people are
0: on there?
1: yeah uh, me and Dave. Just,
0: just the two of us. Oh, okay. So you got, got, you got you, myself. Guys,
3: what what, what, yeah, you been,
0: what yeah, were getting, you
3: talking about earlier? What
0: did I miss?
2: Uh, we're,
1: well, we were having technical difficulties with Facebook. So we're
0: to <laughs> <that out>. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we were having, we were having technical difficulties trying to get on Facebook. Um, but, um, we were just introing you talking about you and the, our, you know, my days with you at UPW and how that was going. Did you
3: tell the people how, they, did you tell the folks how we met?
1: Yeah, I did tell them how we that. met. Yeah.
0: What do you okay. remember about how we met?
3: Uh, that's a good question. Did you, uh, you can, you, did you sign up for wrestling school to do something in particular? Or did, no, did you I, just, I, I or don't you... know if
0: you remember, but I actually signed up to help in the production area.
3: That's right. That's right.
0: And then I interviewed with you, um, because in exchange I was going to get trained and I remember you asking me if I was in shape and I said, if round is a shape, then I'm in shape. <laughs>
3: Well, you were in better shape than me, and I lasted five years, in the six years in the business, so. <laughs> That's phenomenal.
0: Yeah, well, I only lasted four. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I ended up getting out in 2003.
3: A, wrestling's a tough business, you know. A lot of our, we were very lucky that a lot of our friends are, are still there wrestling today, but it's, it's by the grace of God that they are, you know, and um, if they weren't, in good shape even the guys that don't look like they're in shape are still in good shape and that they can last 20 years in the business even you know if you can even last 10 years in the business very tough
1: it's a rough but you see uh, rough on the body there
3: no you can you see the samoa joes you see the john cena's you see all these guys that have lasted a long time yeah and now are you know uh, john cena now you know being a movie star doing the tv shows and I, I I imagine Samoa Joe will probably be next, you know, because he's been wrestling a long time. I know the body he has been hurt here and there. So, and he's a very yeah. smart, uh, funny guy. So I would think that the, the acting will probably be next for him.
1: Yeah. It translates pretty good to it.
3: Yeah. I think so too.
0: Yeah. And you know, John Cena and Samoa Joe, these are guys that, that we worked with back in those UPW days. In fact, I'm going to throw a picture up.
1: Young days. Um,
0: of John Young Cina. Days. John it's Cena, yeah. Show. Um, so I'm gonna throw this one up. And you're not you're not looking at this, but this is a picture of us at one of the UPW light shows. And it's is that you that Eric me, on your shoulder? That's David. That's David my son David, shoulder. my number two. Um so that's you, me, and John Cena, and we're sitting on the apron talking to the crowd after the show. And that was one of my favorite things. Oh yeah, things. i doing that. Yeah, that was one of the favorite things that we did um, for the UPW light shows, is that we would we would always get together with the crowd after the show and answer questions, um, talk to them yeah. about the show and how everything works, and I thought that was a really cool thing. I really like that about UPW and and wrestling in general.
3: Well, you know, so it's um, it's one of those businesses I started at like 30 years old, right? I was having a midlife crisis and wasn't getting the acting work, and I was like. I knew this guy who was a, you know, Rick Drazen, who was a famous bodybuilder and then got into pro wrestling. And I just said, Rick, I want to, can I can I come manage you sometime or something? I, you know, I'm probably not going to be able to wrestle very well at this age and everything else, even though he was way older. And he was still doing it. But, you know, it's a young man's game. you got to train early. And if you can get trained early enough, and I'm not talking like a 30 years old, I'm talking in your early twenties and you learn how to the game, then you might have a shot at it. It's just, it's uh, it's like anything else. You got to give 110% on it and realize that, you know, there's, there's guys that have been doing this for 20, 30 years that are still wrestling. So it's, there's very few spots, very few spots available. And um, you just hope that like AEW and the WWE and, uh, New Japan and all these places still keep going forever. Because if you, when we were doing it, we had WCW as well, oh, and there yeah. was a lot of wrestling opportunities. So there was a lot of spots that guys could get. Now it's you know it's few and far in between. And you know, um, you know a lot of a lot of our friends are wrestling At AEW. Yeah, which is great. I tried to get a job. I I said they only got one guy doing interviews that Marvez guy, and I said shoot, I. <laughs> I should do be doing some interviews in there and adding a little flavor to it. So, you know, hopefully one of these days, I don't want to take bumps anymore because I'm just too fat and too old to do that. Are
0: we all? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, me too, bro. Um, but yeah, no, I got started about the, about the same age as you. I mean, I just before I turned 30 yeah, I was remember. when I came into UPW. And in fact, for my 30th birthday, we were at a show in San Diego and Samoa Joe gave me chops in the middle of the ring for my thirtieth birthday, <laughs> and what, it was supposed to be one present. chop per year. And I, I think I made it wow. to five before I said, "I'm done. <laughs> I'm five years old. Please stop hitting me." We're going to
1: count me as a leap year, baby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: that's um, tough. He, he's a he's a brutal chopper. You know, we we used to when I had my radio show, Wrestling One Hundred and One. And Joe was working on it as one of my co-hosts. We used to do a thing called chop trivia. And we'd have people call in and they would answer questions. If they answered them right, then everything was cool. If they answered them wrong, then we would have someone in there and they would get chopped. And we had like, oh, we had oh, the fish. <laughs> yeah. So we had the fish. I don't know if you remember Mercado, but we had the, yeah. I used to call him the fish market. We had Mercado in there, and he would take chops from Joe every time someone answered a wrong question <laughs> on the phone when they called in. <laughs> Poor Mercado. Oh, picking on him. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. But oh, again, man. look at there's a, guy, there's a guy that stuck it out, wrestled, did his thing, learned how to wrestle. In fact, I wrestled him. The only time I've ever wrestled a match, I think I wrestled him in San Diego at some weird okay. bar we were doing in that.
0: Um, Uh, Yeah, I think that was the bar
3: I was at. Yeah,
1: (laughs) I always, Uh I always have those friends that you know. I grew up watching wrestling and all that good stuff. I I mean, I mean, WrestleMania was like the thing at the house. I know Dave can contest to that. Oh yeah, but like all my, I have a lot of friends like, oh, wrestling's fake. I'm like, no, 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 no. Wrestling is not fake. Wrestling is scripted. It's different. <laughs> <laughs> I can have someone come over here and body slamming you. You tell me how fake it is. Yeah. I don't care if tell it's me a, how
2: fake this is. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't care if it's a it's a if it's a giveaway f- platform. It's gonna hurt. And when someone chops you and to make that sound live to where everybody in the arena can hear it, they have to chop you hard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah,
1: it
2: hurts. It, 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 yeah. It's,
0: now, and I, and I've been having I mean, going back to 92 I was I was chopped once by Greg the Hammer Valentine and I think that was the hardest that I, I have ever chopped been chopped before um, <laughs> um and that was in 92 93 I was I was training a little bit with a guy from AWA um, and he ended up closing his school and just leaving on us um but yeah I remember I actually got to wrestle Greg the Hammer Valentine that was one of my favorite things
3: Oh my god, that'd have been phenomenal. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, you know, wrestling was fun. And just like I said, it's it's a it's a young man's sport. Yes. And you got to really stay in good shape. You know, I mean, Christopher Daniels, the Fallen Angel, has been around a long time, and I don't know how he keeps doing it, but he stays in good shape. He, you know, these a lot of these guys eat really well. They train really well because you know, I mean, and because they have to go through serious injuries all the time. You know, I mean. It's 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 a tough business but you know it helped me with my acting which is how I try to make a living and um it re- really helped my acting uh, cuz you know if you can go out there and make a thousand people boo or cheer you, so, with a couple people in a room when you're auditioning for something so that's the way I look at it and spe- it was fun it was
1: fun for a while speaking of acting you you've been in, uh quite a few different things as as Davis pointed out to me <laughs> But the one that really stood out to well, actually two that stood out to me. But the one that really stands out to me, where I totally recognize you from the movie, no doubt about it, that is you, is the Crazies at the truck stop.
3: Yeah, I played it. Mean, <laughs> yeah, that was a great movie. We filmed that in wow. Iowa and Atlanta.
1: Love that movie, and it was
3: fun to do. I got to work with Timothy Oliphant. No. Oh yeah.
1: I, I he pulled up your picture and I was like that dude, I so remember you from the crazy. You can only make someone look so dead to where you, you still don't recognize them. I'm like, yeah, that's so him. But I'm a huge fan, huge fan. Growing up in Stockton, California of Sons of Anarchy. Huge, huge fan of that show. Uh I I and I hate saying this. I don't remember you in that show, damn it. <laughs> Where are you at in that show? Because I know it has, you, it has you listed on there, and Dave was talking about it. First, but I don't remember you in that, in that show.
3: You no, know, I play one episode, third okay. first season, third episode. I play some guy. They think that they raped some girl at a oh carnival, and they come looking for me, and they realize God. it wasn't me. It was a clown.
1: I so remember that now, and now I can so totally see you. Oh, thank you for clearing that up for me.
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I I gotta tell you, Schwag. It's um, uh, it's great talking to you, and I know that you know. In, uh, I mean, you know, from our from our talks, because we're still in contact on Facebook. But from our, I yeah. have a lot of movies, and I watch a lot of movies. Um, every time we see you on a movie or a TV show, my kids and I are always <laughs> calling you out, There he is. um, uh, all the way back to Bicentennial man with Robin Williams. We're like, Hey, that's big swag. And, uh, it's, it's just, it's so awesome to see you on these shows because it's kind of <laughs> like an, I knew no. you win.
3: That was my first and, movie ever. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. To
1: be with Robin and Williams, let me tell you I'll tell you funny
3: ever. Wow I'll tell you a, a funny story real quick. So I booked that gig, and I'm like, oh God, this is going to be a huge movie, Robin Williams. I legitimately back way back when so I know 25 years ago, whatever it was <laughs> yeah, at least <laughs> I mean that movie cost like eighty five million, so that was a super expensive movie. Yep. We're yeah. filming in Frisco. Um, I got to go out there. I mean, I only legitimately probably could have got all my stuff done in one day, but I was out there for two weeks. You know, you get a per diem when you get out there. So the first week they give you a week's worth of per diem, which I don't know if it was 50 or 75 bucks a day. And they give you that all for the week, seven days. And I was single back then and I wasn't doing nothing. I didn't work the first week. And then the second week I, I, I worked maybe two days, but the first day I got my, Money. I went to some strip club out there and white and blew it all. That <laughs> sounds about right. <laughs> and Brisco. then to make, to, to make matters worse, it was called the Roland Thirty, Roland Six. I forget what it was. Roland Fifty. Go to uh, the good one. No. <laughs> yeah. But um, then every day I would also go down. To, I'd go down to Fisherman's Wharf, and there was this guy there. It was pretty cool, and he had a charter boat. So I would just hang out with him on his boat. Yeah, come on, come on out here. So I just go hang out on in his boat while he would take these people out and go buy Alcatraz. And, but um, I didn't realize that I was calling from the hotel room and I kept calling everybody back in L.A. What a mistake that was! So when <laughs> yeah. I leave, when bill. I leave you after two weeks, I got bill. like a four hundred dollars phone bill. And I was like, oh my god! So
1: that per diem.
3: <laughs> that's, yeah, that's back when we, we used to have pagers.
1: Oh, my God. I remember yeah. Pagers.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh. God, yeah, I remember those days. So Robin Williams
3: was great. Robin Williams was one of the nicest guys, and uh, I I actually met him when I was probably in the sixth grade. I had a sleepover at this guy's house when we were you know kids, and his dad was the producer of Mark and Mindy, and they came home one night at like 2 in the morning, and we were like, oh, my God, it's Mark. Oh, and he gosh. was uh, he he entertained us for about an hour, and I reminded him of that when we were on the set. And he was like, "That was back in my uh, having fun days." And I'm like, "Yeah, you were having fun. I, I didn't realize it, but I could tell you were having some fun." Yeah.
0: <laughs> if I knew then what I know now, <laughs> yeah. I,
3: there me. was a lot
0: of fun going on. But what a um, nice
3: guy! What a great guy! You know what? A, yeah, what a tremendous. Guy. Human being, and very sad that depression oh, took him.
0: And... S- yeah, yeah. His his loss is very sad. Um, so I wanted to bring up another picture, and this is from the Lost Leatherface autographs that you sent me. I got the Funko, yeah, and the and the movie cover art. Um, tell us about the Lost Leatherface.
3: <clears throat> so. Two thousand two I got cast to play Leatherface in the the remake that came out in two thousand three with Jessica Beale. Oh. And uh obviously totally excited that I'm gonna be Leatherface, which is I just, just an iconic that I'm movie
1: Jessica Like I'm not gonna lie, it's Jessica Beale. She's one of my top ten, sorry.
3: <laughs> so I get I get out there where I told them beforehand that, you know, in this outfit, I'm sweating in a air conditioned room when we were doing costume checks, but they said, no, you'll be fine. I'm like, okay. So I was trying to get a cool suit that they put on underneath your outfit that keeps you warm. I mean, cool. Yeah. So we're, I think we're in July or August we're in Texas. We're filming in like 40 minutes outside of Austin in this old house that's got black mold all over it. And, um, I was like, man, this is, I just started sweating right in the first big day of shooting. I'm sweating. I'm dragging this guy. I kill him with the sledgehammer. I'm dragging him. I'm dragging him. And then I got, I I collapsed because I had got heat stroke. But when you get heat stroke, you know all the waters out of your muscles and your, you know, a lot of waters out of your body. And I went outside, had about seven or eight Gatorades, and I said, I think I'm cool. I'm good. But when I tried to get up, my back seized up, and it was very tough to finish that scene because I still had to slam that door shut and it took all the effort I could to do it but you know 3 days later they had a guy to replace me that we you know used to work for UPW Andrew Bernarski Oh yeah and uh so Andrew was the guy that replaced me I figured it would be him because you know we were the same height and even though yeah. he's you know was massively a uh, buffer than I was back then, but um, he worked with those guys before, and he came in and did a tremendous job. But you know, so I was Leatherface for a week.
1: Yeah, but you that's got my claim the, to fame. But you got the first the kill. People called me the lost.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the people called me the lost Leatherface because not many people knew that there was another guy. So uh,
1: that is phenomenal.
3: That's where that comes from.
0: Yeah. That is. Phenomenal. Yeah, I thought that, I thought that was so cool when you started. Um, you started throwing that page out to me for the Lost Leatherface, and I was like, "Okay, you know what the hell is this all about?" So I went in there and I started reading up on it, and I was like, "Oh shit, Schwag was in Texas Chainsaw Massacre." I'm so stoked! That was like, that would have been that's a killer role for you. And I was yeah, I was so sorry that you, um, that you got sick and and hurt on there and you couldn't finish. Um, but if I understand correctly, there's a there's a fan movie or something um, coming out. I saw some stuff that you, you sent to me on Facebook.
3: Um, yeah. I'll be doing a, I'm not playing Leatherface, thank goodness. But, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a fan, what we call a fan film. And there's a lot of people that do them. And these guys, uh, out of Tennessee are uh, doing a fan film called the grind, which is a Texas chainsaw massacre, you know, style movie. And, uh, they're pretty cool guys. And in fact, he did that, that artwork for my, uh, my new banner that I sent you. So I'll be uh, doing a character in their movie and I'm excited about that. And, um, you know, we still audition all the time out here in LA and once in a while I'll get, uh, you know, some horror movie people that want to put me in their stuff and these guys were one of them. And so we're excited that we'll film the grind, uh, Probably, uh, later this year in August, I think.
1: I, I do have to say, I'm looking at the banner right now and I love Monster Garage. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a lot of things that I recognize you in and that's probably number one right there is Monster Garage. Uh, that, that. Yeah, well, I,
3: I, was the voice of that show for. Yeah. Off and yeah. on for 20 years and then I hosted a couple when Jesse got hurt, but, uh. Yeah, we just did nine new episodes a year and a half ago and those aired, so that was pretty cool coming back after like a eleven year hiatus and yeah. we did nine new episodes. But that was uh I was doing Monster Garage when I started working at UPW, so it's that's crazy. um it's been yeah. a long time, yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah, I remember you talking about it and you were <sighs> you were talking about the commercials that you were doing and stuff. Um God it was just I I was amazed at how busy you were during during that time when we were starting with UPW and I yeah at the at the same time it was you had plenty of time yeah. for the show and you had plenty of time to just sit and talk with my kids and oh, yeah. well, talk talk with me and we're talking with the fans and it was just it was just amazing working with you bro in that in that environment <laughs>
3: Well, thank you. I wish it would have uh, continued, and uh, but that's a tough business to be in. It's a tough... Um, I got to do it for a while just because I was making money other places. Um, you're, you're really in the beginning of this business. When you get into wrestling, you're not going to make any money. It's just very tough. and
1: Very tough. Uh, <laughs> you know,
3: unless... You, Unless you're just some six foot, seven foot athlete that's just tremendously the freak of nature. gifted with the height and size <laughs> and weight. It, it's very tough. And then you're going to have to pay your dues and you're going to have to work at it a long time until uh, something clicks. Now, you know, some guys start wrestling when they're 16 years old or at least go to school and learn. I mean, we had little Nate who was 14 years old who signed up and I, I, had to, I said, I got to speak to your ma. Cause you're 14. I don't know you know, like we should be signing you up. And his mom came down and said, it's fine. And then, you know, little Nate went on to wrestle all over the place and wrestle some big people. So yeah, he
0: did. I still, I still talk to him on Facebook.
3: Yeah. Anything is possible, but you just gotta put your mind to it. And what I have liked to have gone and worked for the WWE or, you know, WWF back then. Yeah but it would have been great but they just thought I was for a manager I was too big because I was bigger than a lot of the wrestlers so <laughs> Yeah, he was.
1: <laughs> yeah, he t- Dave told me how big you were. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So all right. So with with your wrestling career, I I have two questions for you. First thing, yeah. how how important is to have a wrestling background going into Professional style wrestling.
3: Dave, uh, Dave nothing. It. it doesn't, matter. <laughs> it doesn't uh, matter. It doesn't matter. It, it, Does, it doesn't matter. It helps obviously because you're used to rolling wrestling. around on the mat a lot. But otherwise, no, it doesn't mean anything. I mean, unless you're Kurt Angle and you won the the Olympi- you know the yeah. Olympics and yeah. won the gold medal. And that was his, you
1: know, Or that you're was like his a niche. couple of
3: these guys. Yeah, a couple of these guys who are coming in now for the WWE uh, okay. Gable and. And these other guys who are very big college wrestlers, um, like, you know, um, Brock Lesnar was huge, you know, undefeated in college. Yeah. And, you know, uh, we had a guy that we worked with Sylvester Turkay who, um, the only match he lost his senior season in college. I think he went to Pittsburgh is he lost to Kurt Angle, oh. who obviously went on to win the Olympics. And I remember, uh, Kurt Angle was like, I, that guy was, you know, when I had to wrestle him in college, he's like, I was always like, freaked out because he was such a big dude. Wow. He was so strong and he was so good. And I'm still trying to find that footage somewhere. Seeing Sylvester versus Kurt Angle would be amazing in college. But yeah, it doesn't, I don't think it means anything personally. I think it, it helps because you'll, be will you'll, you'll be able to, work in the mat a little bit more and you'll, you'll understand how to roll a little bit more and, but otherwise it doesn't mean anything. You got to get in there and some guys will get trained now for a couple of months and think they know it all. And it takes, um, in my opinion, I mean, if you were training three or four days a week, you could do that three or four days a week and you did it for, you would need a couple of years still to be really good at it. But, you know, guys sometimes get trained in two months or three months now and they're wrestling. So,
0: Oh wow! Yeah, and that comes in with them being brick shit houses that are six, eight, or six nine, and um, you get you tend to get on TV faster if you've got the size and the 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 imposition <laughs> of being just giant. I know that I I had I had to work my ass off for for just the little the few matches that I got, and um, ended up you know very happy as a referee. That's kind of where I ended up at with UPW.
3: Yeah. Oh, listen, it's it's um, it's a tough business, man. That's all I can tell you. I know uh, a good friend of mine, Bo Cooper, out here. He's he's training a bunch of guys, and I went over uh, a couple weeks ago and was talking to him about promos. And I said, it doesn't matter. You could be the biggest guy in the world if you can't cut a promo. You better be really good at wrestling <laughs> and, and find that better, character. Because- yeah. yeah.
0: They're going to stick totally. you with a the
3: manager. They're going to stick you with somebody like me. And I want to get heat as well. You know, I want to get what we call heat. I want to be popular. I want to stay in the business. I want to make money. So I'm going to do what I can to get you over. But I also want to get my own heat and get the people to boo me or cheer me. And I want to be a part of the deal. So I tell him, I said, you got to learn to cut promos really well. You know, that's what, that. besides being a tremendous wrestler, that's what made Ric Flair Ric Flair, right? Ric oh. Flair is, the, is one of the best uh, promo guys in the business. The Rock, one of the best well, promo guys in the business, yeah. which makes him a great actor as well. I mean, he yes. pe- the, those guys that you watch that are good in, on the microphone in the ring that transition onto TV, there's a reason. John Cena, when we were – John Cena could always cut a good promo.
2: Yeah.
3: You know, he worked at it really hard, but he was always really good at it. You know, The Rock was always really good at it. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin oh, God. W- and learned along the way, and then finally he he hit what was he found. You know, his he thing. figured out who Stone Cold was, found it, and you know, and the rest is history. Yeah, one of the best talkers in the business. Do they, people still pro-
1: uh, quote St- Stone Cold. <laughs> sure, <laughs> to this day, all the time.
2: Yeah. Sure,
3: but that's what happens if you don't learn to talk. They stick you with somebody, a like Paul Heyman or someone else, and uh, who can talk then you got to carry that around. You got to do that. You got to do that for years. Now, maybe some people be like, "It's great. Just let me wrestle. and Let this other guy talk, and that's wonderful." All right,
1: so, my other question with your wrestling career, <laughs> and this—I don't think this has to do with your career or anything like that. But who, as a fan of wrestling, who's your favorite wrestler?
3: Ooh, that's tough, man. Yeah, man. Um,
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know who you know. I mean, is. I'm a, Rick I'm a, Jimmy I'm a Fly. Rick.
3: I'm a Rick. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Rick Flair, Flair guy. I mean, I. Oh. I, Rick I like Flair. Rick Flair. I used to like Snuka until I found out he killed his wife. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. That that doesn't I, put a camera uh, on things.
3: <laughs> the Road Warriors are. Uh, you know, some of my favorite and I got to be friends with Hawk and animal a little bit from oh, our days yeah, at they UPW. Came in, they
0: came into UPW. Oh, that was, my uh, God. It, it was great meeting them. That so awesome. I took
3: Hawk and Roddy Piper out for dinner one night in Hollywood <sighs> after a show. Yeah.
0: And that was pretty that was strange. My, so I'll write about it in my book. Dudes.
3: <laughs>
1: I know a guy that met Roddy Piper. He's a friend of mine that met him on the set of alive. He was actually an extra in alive. Or no, I'm sorry, not alive. They live. Sorry.
3: They um, live. Yeah. yeah. You got to get that right.
1: <laughs> and, yeah. And
3: he's, he's been like, drinking. Rod- Shrug, it's okay. I, yeah.
1: All day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh But he met him on, on the set of the they live. And he's like, Roddy is the greatest person you'll ever meet in your whole life. And I was like, it, I always ask how different. Like in real life, is he from like the persona you see? He's like, no, that's not persona. <laughs> that is Rowdy Rowdy Piper. He is Rowdy Rowdy Piper twenty four seven. I am like, oh my god, that yeah, was he was so uh, awesome.
3: Yeah, he was. I mean, you know, he didn't talk much that night, but I became pretty good friends with Hawk and uh Joe Schmo. Used to uh, produce my. My radio show called Wrestling One O One with Samoa Joe and some other yeah. folks. Uh Looney Lane used to be there and uh um Jenny. John Cena used to answer our phones actually. So but wow. uh Shmo and my myself became really good friends with Hawk and we'd rap with him and very sad that he died. Um he was just moving. I think he was moving to a golf course where Greg the Hammer Valentine lived and almost moved in. And then I think he went and took a nap and didn't wake up. So, but um, I cherish stuff like that. You know, I got to work with some really cool people. I got to take a pedigree from Triple H. I got to work, you know, do Diamond Cutter with Diamond Dallas Page. Wow. Became good friends with, you know, uh, some some of these guys from ECW, Amish Roadkill, and some of these guys. And, (laughs) you know, Samoa Joe's still one of my favorite wrestlers. And I, um, you know, who I like a lot. Even though I've, he hasn't wrestled yet, I haven't seen him wrestle, but I love Dan Housen, and I, I love this uh, guy okay. Dan Housen on AEW who, who's very funny and dresses up very cool and curses people. Yeah, so that's, that's I, my yeah stuff. I haven't but seen him wrestle either, but he's hilarious. Yeah, but the old school guys are what I really like. I mean, um, there's very few character wrestlers now, I mean, guys that wrestle now that I really I mean, the Young Bucks are great. Uh, a lot of the guys, uh, We I love, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Zoe Stark, oh. um, who Tom Howard trained, who Tom yeah, Howard's dating, Howard but we don't talk about that. Um,
0: we don't talk about um, that, but yeah, Tom <laughs> Howard trained. Uh, she's
3: great. She's, 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 she's awesome. I like and, her. Uh, yeah, she got hurt in her knee, but I think she's almost ready uh, to come back to wrestling. And um,
2: Oh, wow.
3: You know, the, yeah. everybody was everybody was clamoring to sign her, and um, that's one of the hardest working. You know, she was wrestling, practicing four or five days a week in Vegas where they were living, and oh, wow. you know, to their credit, she got signed by the WWE. And Tom and her packed up the bags and I believe moved to Jacksonville. So, I mean, that's 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 what happens if you're going to be in that business. Oh. Not Jacksonville. Where the hell is? Uh, Where's the WWE? Where's their training center?
0: Uh, somewhere in Florida, I the, think. But um, Pensacola, yeah, somewhere in Florida.
3: I Pensac- think it's somewhere in Florida. Um, but anyways, you know that's a, it's a tough business, right? You get signed, you got to go.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah. it. You yeah. got to leave. Yeah, if 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 you get, I've that- been trying to,
3: I've been trying to get a job on QVC <laughs> Network, right? I always see this that they are looking for hosts. And I'm like, I could sell shiznit, man, like no one's business. <laughs> I, so for for six or seven years, I keep seeing the breakdown, looking for a host, you know, and it pays like 130 grand a year, but you got to move to, you know, Pennsylvania. Yeah, I'm like, I'll for 130 move. grand, I'm there, let's go. Yeah, I'm, I'm, and I will it. sell the shiznit. <laughs> Hell yeah. I will sell the shiznit out of everything, they, anything they got. So I just don't think they understand the big swag and and uh, when I do so, but I'll keep sending it until one of these days, they go, okay, yes, come on. Fine. And then I'll move <laughs> to Philly. We're I will t- knuckle <laughs> under you. We're worn tired, us down. We're we'll tired do of it.
1: seeing your resume. <laughs> Get over here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and sometimes, man, that's what you got to do, man. You just got to keep hitting them sometimes. And sh- uh, that's when opportunities open up. <laughs> I would, I would so watch QVC probably for the first time ever. <laughs> first time are, ever if Big Swag was on there Big selling Swag Shiznit. On, was I was Shiznit. Like, look at this gold diamond ruby repli. <laughs> you, you want this. You know you do.
0: <laughs>
3: Buy it right now. There's not oh, much, God. Yeah, I, there's not much I couldn't sell. I mean, no. there's not much. I mean, I bought stuff off there before, so you I know, know.
1: I learned in sales, if you could sell yourself, you could sell anything else. And That's a hundred percent
3: right. <laughs> if you can sell yourself,
1: yeah. you can sell anything else. I I, I've, I learned that in sales, so yeah. yeah. It, and you've proven you can sell yourself, so
0: <laughs> yeah. And I I would I would hate to jump away from this, but we gotta I, I gotta get to the theme of our show. Yeah, and, we are a paranormal uh, show. <laughs> we we are a paranormal show, so. So, Brett, what we do here is, you know, with spirits and spirits, spirits with spirits is spirits. we drink alcohol and we talk about the paranormal. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I could is, have
3: figured like, someone was drinking something. I am. Drinking a lot <laughs> We're today. definitely drinking something. <laughs> um, so I, I
0: wanted to just get from you. What are your beliefs about the paranormal? What do you believe and what do you think is total bullshit?
3: Okay, so that's a tough question because when I was younger, I, I really, um, it's a tough one. I, I, you know, when I was younger, I really believed in a lot of the paranormal stuff. And then a couple of years ago, I tried to, I tried to pitch a TV show where I was like, I'm going to go debunk every single thing of all these paranormal, all these ghost hunters, all these TV shows, which have been on for 15 years now. And I was like, I'm going to go back and debunk all this stuff and find out, you know, look, if there's nothing here. It's just a creaky old building, and they're, just, they're putting stuff in your mind. They're just trying to scare the viewer and everything else. But having that being said, uh, you know, I just was on a, a TV show to tell the truth where you have to lie, <laughs> and uh, you, have to per- you have to pretend that you're somebody. And my episode was an exorcist, so I had to pretend that I was an exorcist. and there's three of us and one of the guys is the real exorcist and he talked to me you know while we were sitting in there i was trying to get info from him so in case i gotta ask some questions i could be on my lying game and you know he's the real deal he's he's done thousands and thousands of exorcisms and it would be very tough for me to you know call the guy a liar so yeah i believe there's there's probably there's a paranormal activity and and uh and demons that walk this world and that, that uh screw with people and um you know hopefully they'll stay away from me but um like yeah i would think there's stuff out there i mean i did a i did a a haunt in um gosh what's it called um it's a, well it's in west virginia it's called the haunted majestic which is a world war Two Red Cross boat, which obviously hundreds and hundreds of men died on and were operated on. And that seems to be a a little bit haunted. So, um, uh, yeah, it's stuck there. So have you become more
1: of a skeptic or more of a a non-fan of these shows that are coming out that that you feel that is just total bullshit? with the shows and not necessarily against what you necessarily believe actually happens.
3: Yeah. I'm not a big fan of the TV shows. I think that's uh smoke and mirrors because I've been in the business. So, oh,
2: yeah. but
3: I do believe there is, I do believe there is a, uh, you know, I do believe in spirits. I do believe in ghosts and I do believe in, in that stuff as I've gotten older I still would like to do a show and go debunk some of this stuff, and if, if it proved me wrong, I would be I would be tickled pink
1: Did, uh, because
3: I I the love deal. the theory you of could, that
1: show. I, I dude, I would watch that show.
0: We'd we'd be down. Yeah, we'd be down to help you with that show. I would. I yeah. Totally. I would
1: go. With, yeah, on location with you on that show and be like, let's go do this. Let's go debunk what they so all he, say. Yeah.
3: So here's the deal, right? If you. either way it's a good thing so if somebody can prove to you that there are demons and there are evil spirits and stuff out there then that also means it's a good thing because that means there's there is a you know there's going to be god and and angels and all that and either way if you can prove to me that there's angels and and god is a real existence then you you also got to take in the fact that there's demons and there's spirits and evil uh, other evil things that are around as well so it's a good thing if you could prove me if they could prove me wrong and 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 um we find some uh some spirits and some scary stuff that would be great because then it would it, then i would you know it would make everything i would believe a lot more of different stuff so oh yeah but yeah I, I I do believe there's spirits i do believe there's there's uh entities out there and um I'm just not a big fan of these shows that uh blow smoke up your keys there. Totally to understand that.
1: Exploit
0: that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I totally get that. Um, now, John and I have talked about this in the past and we 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 don't narrow down paranormal to just spirits and demons and things like that. So what are your thoughts on like Bigfoot or UFOs or anything else that, you know, that at least they can't explain yet?
3: Well, I know 100% there's you want to say UFO? Yes, of course we've had. You can look at some of the things that are in the in the world that you'll be like, there's no way someone built that three, you know, five hundred, a thousand years ago. And that 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 wasn't humans that built that. So, yes, I believe that we have. Uh, there's extraterrestrials out there, and of course our government won't tell us. But you know, there's there's a reason there's secret bases all over the. United States where they uh, investigate stuff like that. Now, Bigfoot? Yeah. <laughs> I would love for there to be a Bigfoot. I would love for there to be a Bigfoot. Believe me. I'd be I'd be tickled pink. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: You're
0: not you're not the first person yep. that's that said that.
3: It's uh I would love to be able to find something like that. I mean, I would love to that would be the It's just, it's it's been so long. It's like, come on. It's like the Loch Ness Monster. Come on. Yeah. Show me something. Tell me first. There's no way, you know. um, The only Bigfoot I know. Go ahead.
1: My my cousin kind of says the same thing. Um, Although he does believe in the Loch Ness Monster more than he does believe in Bigfoot. And my theory is, he's like, how do we not see him? You know, I was like, "He's like with all the satellite technology and all that good stuff. How do we not see him?" I was like, "How long did it take the U.S. government to actually say there's UFOs? How do we know the government has not seen them and just isn't releasing it?" There's one thing for a UFO to be in the space. There's nothing for a Bigfoot to be in the forest where you're trying to go camping. <laughs> but true, but. I I I I I totally pick up what you're putting down. I I understand the skepticism of Bigfoot, hundred percent.
3: But I want to I want to be proven wrong, right? I want to be proven wrong. I want to be able to go, and I want to go to a, <laughs> a a scary place or a haunted place. We have where I live. We have which used to be the Camarillo State Hospital, which was a a mental institution. You know, where crazy folks would go and. Uh, Actually, my mom worked there for about a year before I was born. Oh, wow. And now it's a college, but it's one of the most haunted places, they say, in the world, because of 30 years of, uh, you know, a bunch of people that were there. They're either against their will or, you know, voluntary, but that's supposed to be one of the most haunted places, and it's literally five minutes from me. I probably should go check it out.
1: That would be fun. What a what a great place to start.
0: We, we we might be down that way in August and <laughs> we would join you on a on a ghost hunt. Yeah, I, I should. um are But yeah, about we're going. We're going to be in Orange County hopefully in August, and we're supposed to go to the Linda Vista Hospital, the uh, abandoned hospital uh-huh. in Orange County, and and get a look at that place along with Alcatraz um the Winchester Mystery House, the Queen Mary if it's um if it's open by then. Yep. So yeah, we're going to do a little summer tour to where we're going to go and and check out these spots. But I I love the fact that you you want to you still have an open mind. You want to debunk the stuff, but at the same time if you're proven wrong, you'll acknowledge it and you'll be like, "All right, you know, I'm happy that I was proven wrong. There is a Bigfoot." Or aha, yeah, you guys are you guys are full of shit, <laughs> and there's no, there's no Bigfoot. <laughs> um, well, you so, know yeah, the
3: Yeti, the Yeti, the Bigfoot. I mean, all that stuff is uh, it's cool. Yeah. Look at all that stuff that we grew up with, and all these you know urban legend stuff is great. Well, I uh... wish it was every single one of it was true because, like I said, it would make a it would make life more interesting. That's for sure.
1: Well what well, interesting the only thing I, I the only reason I am a firm believer in Bigfoot and like you said, the Yeti, uh you can kinda put those all in one there. Is there's so much native culture about the Bigfoot out there that they don't they don't just tell stories to tell stories. The native culture they tell tell stories based on truths. So what if you were to if you were to break it down, in 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 these cultures and talking about Bigfoot and the Yeti and things like that, what would would you break it down to more of bear sign or just? Do you think they're just trying to scare the kids so they'll go to sleep at night?
3: Are you talking about like Indian elders that would be telling these yeah. stories? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's. I'm sure there's some, they must have some truth or it could be just a story being passed down, but you know, I mean, that stuff's look it's we're entrenched in that it's part of the, it's a part of, uh, you know, the world, right? These, the Yetis and oh, yeah. supernatural stuff. And it's just, it's just, a, it's a part of definitely the United States, you know, and in a lot of haunted places in, in Europe and whatnot. It's just, and there are they just great stories that have been handed down over the years, or, or is there truth to it? So, when, you know, I could, I you know, I could tell a lie when I was sixteen years old, and if you keep if everybody keeps spreading that lie, you know, it may get bigger and bigger and bigger. By the time I'm fifty years old, or that story may just be like, wow, I mean, I've said some dumb stuff when I was young, and it later on it's come back to haunt me when someone goes didn't you do that i'm like oh man i don't remember if i said i did that or not i'll be like yeah if i said it i must have done it so but yeah listen i i love it i love um i have a a, a bunch of friends that do you know similar podcasts and whatnot and it's um it's cool it's fun it's exciting you know i'm a big horror movie guy i love anything movies tv shows books about the supernatural i read them I fantasize about stuff like that, not, you know, not in a sexual way, but I fantasize <laughs> that this stuff would be real and it would be great. And, uh, you know, I, I believe uh, when my, my father passed away, um, I believe that night that he was talking to me in my dreams and was there and was having a conversation with me. So, um, you know, you know, anything is possible.
1: Okay. So, well, that just answered my next question is if you ever had a paranormal experience in yourself and that kind of, I, I believe it. Yeah. So head.
3: my father, yeah, my father passed away and I had totally, In fact I was, uh, we had a UPW show that weekend and I still went and did the show, but I went to sleep that night and, uh, you know, vivid as day. And I don't dream a lot. Right. And it's definitely not about my dad having a conversation with me. So, um, <laughs> It was, uh, you know, it was very cool. It was like, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, Surreal. Uh, no, no, just, uh, I'm trying to think of the word right now. It's um, It was closure, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a very, and it was like, hey, you know, don't worry about it, and uh, you'll do fine, and um, I'm proud of you and all that other stuff. And I was like, wow, this is pretty real. So that was a good thing. So, like I said, I would love, to be proved wrong because then you know once you believe in something it's great it doesn't matter what it is you know if you can go i I love this i love the horror science fiction genre i love all that stuff that's why i became an actor because i was so into horror movies in the twilight zone now if you give me a new passion and show me something is real with all that who knows what doors that would open for me i may become the big swag, you know, <laughs> spiritual advisor, <laughs> spiritual hunter, Ew,
1: be <laughs> big <awesome. laughs> swag, psychic
3: medium.
0: I would watch you know? that
1: show. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I would
0: absolutely be
3: in. Um,
1: swag the debunker.
3: <laughs> that's right. Listen, Where the Long Island medium took off, it's now. SoCal so swag, SoCal <laughs> <laughs> swag, that is awesome. <laughs> Just don't wear the wig. You we know? yeah, don't. No, no, yeah, no, 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 no New wig. Jersey That's wig. like,
0: you know, somebody shot it and put it on her head. <laughs> no, it's <the ball laughs> <is> good. <laughs> so, so, so if you okay. And, I, you know, you started talking about how you like the, the horror sci-fi genre. And I got to ask, because I'm a, I'm a huge movie buff, what would be, and I, you know, it's hard to pick your favorite movies, but if you had to pick one movie right now that you would grab and watch,
3: what would it be? I mean, we're just like talking one of my, my favorite horror movies or something.
0: One of your favorite yeah. horror movies or sci-fi you, or whatever.
3: Okay, I'll give you, I'll give you three movies that I watch every year. All the time. So one is Dawn of the Dead, 1978. That's oh, my favorite horror movie of all time. The nice. So not the remake. The remake was yeah, fine, but the 1978. The that's You can even watch Night of the Living Dead, 1967, and it's still a scary movie. Romero was an amazing guy for his time and what he did. Uh, I watched One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest uh-huh. every year a couple times. Jack
1: a, Nicholson. Tremendous.
3: Uh-huh. Tre- Jack Rick. Nicholson. Yeah. Paul Newman. Uh, Great um, movie. I'll, I'll give I'll give I'll give you a pass for that cuz I know you're drinking. Um
2: <laughs> No, one
0: something else. John, I <laughs>
1: <know>. <laughs> no, one of Nicholson was in that movie.
3: Oh, what am I? You know what? I said the wrong thing and you are correct. Cool hand Luke. Cool hand Luke. Okay, yes, Paul Newman. <laughs>
0: That's Paul Newman. Yep. That's Paul Newman. <laughs> there we go
3: oh i just sounded like a, i sounded like a moron i'm correcting you and i'm the one that's wrong uh so yeah that's what i i will watch uh, uh outlaw Josie Wales. outlaw Josie Wales. Oh, nice. oh wow i can watch it two or three times a year and then i can also watch uh a movie like marathon man or i'll watch um oh uh, on the waterfront marlon brando and all the other actors on on the waterfront were just amazing so you i watch that stuff and i don't think they make movies like they used to the 60s and the 70s and even into the 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 80s they, they, they just don't make movies like that anymore they don't make big movies that are just from start to finish are just perfect um you know uh uh, Quentin, Tar- uh, Quentin Tarantino and on, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood it was pretty close. It was really good.
0: That was a the good whole movie. Friggin that was movie. good. I and liked that um,
3: movie. and uh, we're really good friends with uh, Brad Pitt's co-star there, that dog uh, Brandy the Pitbull. So we're good friends with uh, the their owners. That's a Delaware red Pitbull. My buddy the Kozlowski's out there in Delaware. They raise them. And that dog, Quentin Tarantino saw a picture of the dog and said, "That's the dog I want for our movie." So they got very lucky, and that dog uh, was great as uh, Brad Pitt's dog in the movie. So, But there's very few blockbuster movies anymore that really, I think, shine like some of these movies in the 70s. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. We just watched it again because um, my wife went and got um, Nurse Ratchet's autograph. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and, it, you know, Academy Award winner, man. I mean, that, that that's just the... Uh, one of the great movies all and all the actors you see all these movies and you see the actors everybody in one floor of the cuckoo's nest i mean they're all they're all a-list actors now or they yeah, or have or been i mean it's just been,
1: yeah that that, that is a yeah i mean just movie. crazy that is phenomenal you got it's danny
3: debito my... danny debito's in there i mean you got uh what's his name uh doc uh you know one um golly christopher lloyd you got all these people lloyd, in that movie yeah. uh you got Chucky, what, Brad Dorf's in there. Dorf's, yeah. Uh, the voice of Chucky. I mean, it's just, um, they just don't make movies like that anymore. But yeah, I mean, that's what got me started in acting was the horror movies. A Night of the Living Dead, um, Dawn of the Dead, the, the, A Halloween Phantasm, one of my favorite uh, horror movies of all time. Nice. And I got to work with the director, uh, Don Coscarelli which was a you know I mean I was like oh my god I'm doing a movie called John Dies at the End with um and it's directed by Don Coscarelli and I said I hate to tell you this man but I I got into acting because of you and your movies and he was like oh it's great it's cool very nice guy so wow
1: wow uh, say something one Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest is probably one of my favorite movies of all time, honestly. I mean, that was the start of me being a Jack Nicholson fan. I mean, that's that was the epitome for me of how I looked at Jack Nicholson all throughout his career. And it's one of the few movies that I've—I'm not a book reader— I am not. I I can avidly say I don't read a lot of books. Uh, but that is one of the few books that I actually read, and then wa- and then watched the movie because we had to read it. And then the the teacher actually showed that movie in class after we all got done reading the the book. And it's one of the few books that I've read, and I watched the movie and went, "Oh, the movie did so much better." <laughs> that 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 is such a great movie and you're right that uh, casting wise you can't beat especially that genre and that time frame casting wise that's like watching the expendables now it, they, there's so many a-list stars listed in that movie that that became a-list stars in that movie. All right,
3: listen. I I like I like the Expendables, but let's not push it. No, I'm just saying. Uh, uh, let's not, <laughs> no, I got you. Look at my buddy, good friend of mine, really good friend of mine, Randy Couture has been in a, uh, a bunch of the Expendables. Love so man. I mean, You know, I love it. Look, I love look at, But um, you know, even back look look at we're now we're talking movies. I know, but we're <laughs> even back when I was a kid. All the Disney stuff, the Disney movies. You know, was. What was it? Swiss Family Robinson. All that stuff was huge. Oh, dude. And yeah. you can still watch it today. And I still get, I'll watch some old Disney movie and I'll be like, wow.
1: I still have the you originals know? on VHS. <laughs> yeah. Evidently, I need to you sell them, them on, on eBay. On from, what <laughs> from what I'm saying, from what I know, I need to sell them on eBay. That's what everybody keeps telling me. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: I've got a... all mine stored.
3: But, but that's like watching old wrestling tapes, too, right? Like I used to have. That's why all that, you know, that's why Vince McMahon bought WCW, right? You have all you have 25 or 30 years of wrestling footage. Money, money, you know, of money. all this old uh, all this old footage of guys and it's just a who's who of who became famous and popular. And <sighs>
1: Good old Sid you business. can't uh,
3: that's why all, you know Ted Turner said Turner Home Classics, all those movies. That's why he does something like that. Did a, a channel like that because all that stuff is you know, it's amazing. It's amazing, and like I said, much better work than anything that has been done today. Ugh. My opinion, of course. I,
1: I can't. I can't
0: say you're wrong. I can't argue with that. <laughs> I can't. I
2: can't say I'm, not, you're I'm wrong. not going to because you're.
0: You know, you're way bigger than I am. <laughs> yeah, um, and you live too close well. <laughs> to <laughs> and and he knows it too. He's like, "You're you're just a little guy."
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're smaller I, I will give screen.
3: you I will give you I will give you one movie I think you should see. It's called The Platform. It's on Netflix.
2: The Platform.
3: I believe oh. it's I'm trying to remember what language it's in. I believe it's in Spanish. It was filmed in Spain, I think. I'm just trying to remember because it's got subtitles. But that's one of the better movies I've watched in the last 10, 15 years. So if you watch the platform on Netflix, then you can thank me later.
1: Yeah. Brett Wagner, give me homework. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch that tonight. <laughs> what is that? Uh, what genre, What genre is that?
3: Well, I would say it's horror, but it's, it's, you're just gonna have to watch it, man. And oh. don't eat don't don't eat a big meal before you do.
0: Oh. <laughs> yeah, this this looks like yeah, this looks like you wanna be on an empty stomach <laughs> when you when you watch it. I'm I'm kinda yeah, I'm kinda jazzed to watch it. It looks pretty good.
1: I might have to check
2: that
3: it out. It is an excellent movie. It is totally something different than you've ever seen before. Now actually and I, I wanna say it had to be because of this movie. There's a new cooking game show that is very similar
1: oh uh, that's all i'm gonna tell you okay with oh i know what movie that is i have yet to watch that i think it's on my list i know what movie that is yes i okay yeah i know i yeah i gotta watch that movie i've been wanting to watch that for a little bit now i just haven't had the time to do it now I'm going to have the time to do it, so yeah, I, that's that's definitely on my list. I actually put it in my watch list so I can watch it a little bit later. Uh, yeah, yeah, now yeah, we got to talk- watch it before uh-huh. our, our next lowdown episode. <laughs> now that you said about yeah. the about about the new cooking show uh, with Mister uh, Gordon yeah. Ramsay, uh, yeah, I, I that
3: totally, is it right? Yeah. It's, it's Gordon Ramsay. There's 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 different levels of the cooking and food. Yes. So you'll-
2: but yeah this, this you is, will
3: understand once you understand that and you watch this movie you'll go whoa you're going to go they totally ripped it off <laughs> they totally they totally took, took, this, took that and took made a, idea. a
0: cooking game show out of it <laughs> they did
1: they did based off you could watch the trailer and realize that they did that.
3: <laughs> that yeah so but another movie another quick movie that I watched is called Rent a Pal which is, um, I we really liked it a little bit of, okay. I like that movie. And then, uh, you know, that's, uh, uh, there is an English, not an English, there's an English movie called the children, which came out a few years ago that if you can find that, that's a very, very trippy movie, especially if you have kids. Uh-huh. Um, is that so, the, that's the those one that's like the is only with
0: kids. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. It, Ghost House Underground yes. did that. I've actually got that on DVD.
2: Oh And yes, that, I, I locked
0: yeah. my kids' bedroom door <laughs> after <laughs> yeah after watching that movie because I'm like that could actually happen to me. <laughs> um, it could happen. But yeah, no, yeah I, but that's, really that's like my
3: that. deal. That's that's my those are my stories. That's what I'm sticking to. And uh, so, like I said, if you guys uh, ever do something close to me and. Um, want to go do something where there's something supposed to be haunted or whatnot? Let's go. Just call me up and I'll get on the Harley and I'll come meet you and we'll go do it. Oh,
0: dude. Oh, that's <laughs> badass. I really appreciate that, Brett. Um, okay, well we're we're coming up to our hour with you. Is there anything else you want to add? Do you want to plug anything? Anything coming up
3: in the future? Sure. Uh, well, I got a movie called El Tonto.
1: El Tonto with
3: John Malkovich, Ray Liotta, Kate Beckinsale. Um uh what's his name Charlie Wright not Char, Charlie Day who directed it and produced it and uh I play Malkovich's limo driver and bodyguard so hopefully that'll come out uh, this year Oh um we filmed it 2 years ago I'm just hoping that they they finally release it uh, this year and that'll be big and then you know come see me at a Oh I'll tell you where I'll be I'll be at the Frankenstein collectible show in June uh, for, uh, it's called the Spooky Expo. So I will be signing um, I will be signing autographs for uh, you know, for horror stuff. So it'll be my crazies and I'll probably be in a full Leatherface outfit.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. That's awesome.
3: <laughs> so hopefully, uh, hopefully, let me, let me get the dates on here just so I so I actually have it down. So I'm not like some idiot. Spooky Expo. Okay, Spooky's Booth. Oh, there it is. June 18th and 19th. So that'll be the first time when I'm signing. So if you're around Frank and Son Collectible. So they used to do wrestling there all the time. Oh. That was where big they had wrestling there every weekend. So that's in the City of Industry. June 18th, 19th. Come see me. Lost Leatherface. Be signing autographs.
2: That's
1: awesome. That That is awesome. Well, I... Right. I, I have enjoyed the stories. I've enjoyed the, the, the input. And thank I, you. Now, I, now I have shows I have to go watch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm, I'm looking forward to El Tonto to watch when that comes out. And thank
3: you, man. I will definitely let you know.
1: Yeah. And then when we come down in August, don't, uh, be surprised when Dave sends you that message. Like, I'm. Hey, I think I'm gonna be to pinging Vista. you, bro, and we're gonna. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna take a look
0: at some place.
1: Do you want to drive to San Francisco with us too? <laughs> I got <laughs> plenty of room in the truck. <laughs> I'll even pay for the hotel room, man. (laughs) But I appreciate it, man. I appreciate you coming on the show, Uh, of course. man. One, man, you bring back so many memories of me with wrestling. Uh, Man, I used to love it. Before they turned into the WWE, I was a huge WWF fan and WCW Sid Vicious man I, that's my guy in WCW but uh or actually who is Mr. Mean in uh WCW uh but i i i really appreciate everything that 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 you came and and talking with us and and man, you gave me homework <laughs> <laughs> I love it when people give me homework. I'm just gonna say that, but yeah, don't 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 be surprised if you if you get a uh, if you get that the request to hey man we're in Linda Vesta. do you want to come check it out with us and help us debunk this stuff or run for our lives so uh, it'd be yeah. nice to have a big guy yeah that's yeah, good man guess <laughs> me and Dave were both small sm all yeah. small we're, <laughs> we're,
0: yeah he, he he knows I'm little but <laughs>
1: okay yeah. I'm bigger than
3: Dave so. <laughs> Well, you're lucky. You guys are lucky if there is something bad. I can't run, so you, it's just like, you know, you'll be fine. You guys run. <laughs>
0: I, don't oh, I know I'm going to be faster than at least somebody, so. <laughs> I
1: don't have to outrun the monster. I just have to outrun you.
3: <laughs> All That's right, funny. Dave, I appreciate you guys. Thanks for having me on. Hopefully it wasn't boring, and uh, I, I want to no. tell me what you think of the platform.
0: It was, it was great, Brett. Thank you much. Love you, bro. Right, bro. Night, I bro. Appreciate it.
1: Have a great night, Brett. Thanks, bro. Bye. Oh, awesome, awesome, awesome. Good guy, man.
0: Good I told you he was guy. a cool guy. He's I, a good I, guy. <laughs> yeah, he's a cool guy.
1: Oh, oh my god. Hold on. Someone's asking me why we're not on Facebook.
0: <laughs> right? I don't know what the heck's going on. It's it's there, but it's not showing.
1: I wonder if it's because I changed everything.
0: Like, I, was, I was wondering because we had to delete it and then redo it with the new time.
1: I, I, I'm thinking that's probably what happened, but...
0: But it should have oh. it should have worked just fine. I don't. I don't know.
1: I, I don't. I don't even care. Uh, you know, we don't do this to be on Facebook and be famous. So,
0: <laughs>
1: as much as no. I love to have people on Facebook and get a hold of us and everything like that, and
0: now if they want to, they they can jump on YouTube. Jump on YouTube. It's there. Yeah. Jump on YouTube. Jump get on, on there.
1: Jump on the YouTube page. Um, Subscribe send the YouTube link. You yeah. Know, Subscribe
0: to us on YouTube. You'll never miss because I think we only have eight subscribers uh, on youtube let's go uh,
1: i think yeah man hit oh. the subscribe button you, i know you yeah, guys hit like us button. get
0: us go to youtube even if you watch subscribe. us on facebook subscribe on youtube yeah show your love God damn show it. The
1: love.
2: Show, the show the love show the
1: love but i do have to say Brett wagner is a fucking awesome dude you know i wasn't sure uh you know sometimes you get you get some people yeah man awesome dude man yeah, i was so dude you are so hitting him up when I come out
0: there and be like, let's go, dude. <laughs> oh, you. I'm totally hitting him up. If we go we go down to Southern California at all, if the Queen Mary's open and Linda Vista and we can hit both places with him, I'm oh, down. So down. So I Get down. him in and we'll just – I'll put a camera on him and have him walk around by himself.
1: Like, go for it. There's a demon in room in there, that room over there's there. A, there's a demon in that room right there. <laughs> you go um, in.
0: You're, you're going to get some good activity. So let's let's see let's see if you're a believer or a skeptic <laughs> after, after this. Go over there. <laughs> yeah. So let's let's get you on the Queen Mary and have you go oh, down below.
1: Oh my god. Hey hey Brett, you want to come stay in room three twenty five with us in the Queen Mary? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a single king, but you can yeah, have it.
1: Can have it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sleep on the floor. <laughs> I'll sleep on the
0: I'll sleep in the tub. That's fine.
1: <laughs> uh no, I'm serious. I'll pay for his hotel room if he wants to come up to San Francisco with us to hit those spots too.
0: <laughs> if, yeah, if he wants to travel with us and do the Oh shit, I'm totally down for that. Yeah. You wanna come to the Winchester house with us? Winchester I, I, I know I know for sure he'll just hop on his Harley and he'll go to Long Beach. He'll meet uh, us at the Queen Mary. Oh yeah. <clears throat> yeah um and you know we'll get them on you know oh god dude, that'd, that'd be so that'd be so fun
1: like hop to in the ha- truck to, I, throw your shit in the back we're gonna go hit winchester and fucking alcatraz and some couple spots in in stockton i'll pay for your room i don't care yeah we'll we'll tow your bike you can bike back yeah dude, I, I, <laughs> what, I got the whole tow package on my fucking shit yeah, we'll just, <laughs> when you, you know, or you can go? you
0: can ride with us on your bike, and we'll go up, and oh, we're going to yeah. stop at places on the way, and you can you can travel with us, do the whole shebang, oh, the whole summer tour. I would so have him with us
1: Cause he's he, he is nothing, hilarious. There's I nothing mean it, like having someone that want is going in full heartedly to debunk something
0: while we're going in there to prove something. <laughs> we're, we're going in there because we we know we we feel the shit is real, yeah. So we're going there to find it. He's going there to cancel it. He yeah. wants to debunk it. I, I would I would love it if he's like no, did I'm telling you Discovery yeah, that's, Channel that's that's, that's got, bullshit. That's the pipes. That's this right and that. Here. Okay, prove me prove me wrong. But I would I would be tickled pink for him to prove me wrong just as much as he would be tickled pink for us to prove him wrong. Oh yeah 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 and, exactly. Uh, and I'd, dude, just, I'd be, I'd be so down for that. And he said, I, you know, he's got an open mind about it. He's not like, just I don't have, care. It's total bullshit.
1: Just to have the conversations when we're going through evidence. Yeah, like no, that's bullshit. <laughs> or yeah. dude, that, really? that's no, someone that's, telling no. me. That's someone telling me go fuck yourself. No, no, that's just a fucking. That, that's just the house creaking. <laughs> 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 I, I can see it happening. You know what I mean? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and then it's just like we go into one of those things like that just that just said my name yeah it just said Brett yeah dude. I said Brett it just said you know that just said my name yeah that what, said your name bro
1: hey hey what did we ask before that uh, uh, who's the skeptic in the group
0: <laughs> yeah or <laughs>
1: Brett or who's, who's the who's the guy who's the guy you're most threatened by Brett Brett yeah I don't blame you that dude's like big. <laughs> We are small, i I'm sorry, it it
0: (laughs) lists him at 6'4", and I I could swear he was bigger than that, but I think Uh, anything over six foot, and I'm like, dude, you're a giant. Dude, when he Uh, told me
1: what episode he was in in SOA, I totally saw him in SOA. I'm like, I know exactly who you were. I knew exactly who he was when he told me the episodes. Like, episode one, like season one, episode three, I was like, I know exactly who you are now. I know exactly who you were. And he is so the voice of fucking Monster Garage, it, it like I was like, oh my god, this it's is it's a a dream come true. Oh, I, although he did get to work with Jessica Biel, that might Jessica be a little bit more of a dream come true. But I'm a little <laughs> little jelly of that, a little jelly of him working on the set with Jessica Biel. But <laughs> I restrain myself from asking him <laughs> you you worked on the set with Jessica Bill what
2: what
1: <laughs> yeah she she's that she's on that list of you know of, of celebrities you're allowed to <laughs> Oh yeah. She she's she's your hall pass? She's my hall pass. She is definitely my hall pass, Jessica. Everybody's like, Who's the hottest Jessica? Beal. Beal. That's the hottest Jessica. Beal. <laughs> why? No, there's no why. It's just Beal <laughs> There's no why. It's just Beal. It's just Beal. Uh But man, what a great guy. I got I now I'm really gonna have to watch the platform. Um I don't think it's Spanish, though. So I think it is uh, a Chinese, uh, Korean movie. I think it's a Korean movie, not Spanish. But I'll have to look at that. What was the other one? The children.
0: The children. I have. I. I absolutely love that movie. I have to watch that one now too. That's a that's a creepy ass movie. What is it? So yeah, Rent, it's Rentapel. Rent-a-pal. 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 Pal. I wrote yeah. an e, of L. e Rent-a-pal.
1: I'm going to check and that I,
0: I And have, I have seen that. I don't have it, but I have seen it. I'm going to check that one out, too. I haven't seen um, Rent-a-pal. It, looks, or the it
1: looks Spanish to me. Dude, the platform, when he said it it, it got ripped off by a cooking show, I knew exactly what, which one he was talking about. And I was like, yep. I so know it. What you're talking yeah, about. Yeah,
0: country of origin is Spain. Is it so Spain? Is it Spanish? It is Spanish. Okay. But it's it's not Mexican, it's Spanish. Spanish. It's actual Spanish. Yeah,
1: Spain. Okay. And maybe that's what threw me off, is because it, it had a European thing, not a Mexico thing to thing to it. So I'll have to take a look at that and watch finally watch it. I I, I honestly think the only reason I haven't watched it is because it's dubbed on Netflix. Yeah, and I wanna, I want if it's
0: in Spanish, I wanna read. You know, I'll read subtitles. I don't problem as long as it's not yeah. late night. Like I said, I I don't mind watching it dubbed <clears throat> first so I understand what's going on, but then I'd rather watch it subtitled so that I can get a feel for the actors.
1: Yeah, no, I yeah yeah, I'm I'm the opposite. I want to get the feeling first of what's going on, and then I want to know what's going on. <laughs> How does this translate? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man, what a good, great guy, dude. I love that. I love the fact that it was hard for him to pick his favorite wrestler. And I love he kind of went a little old school. I love the fact that he went, you know, Road Warriors
0: on us and Hawk and... I didn't uh, I didn't I didn't want to chime in on that because I have my favorites but I wanted him to answer the question. Well I, I threw mine out there. I know
1: I mean, don't get me wrong, he's a bad person. He killed his wife, but as a wrestler, I was a huge Jimmy Fly I, Jimmy I, the Superfly Stucker fan. As yeah, a kid. No, that I, was my I, guy.
0: I, I actually worked with him at a show. Um and I mean he was like like 60 years old. So oh, yeah. he's like Really old, but he still does that that splash off the top rope. And, oh, dude, um, it was still fun to talk to him. The
1: off the top rope with the headbutt, um, uh, and it was funny because
0: at at that show, do you remember? Do you remember the wrestler Grandmaster Sexy, Brian yeah, Christopher? Yeah, <laughs> I almost. I almost got in a fight with him.
1: Oh, like real fight?
0: Like real? Like <laughs> I almost knocked his ass out. Because I was the director of the show, and I says, "Okay, here's what's gonna happen." And I was like, basically coaching him on what was going on. We're gonna introduce you, have you come in, do your match after the show. We're gonna have the power bomb dancers come out, dance with you, la 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 la, la right? Oh yeah. And he goes, and he goes, "No, let me tell you what's gonna happen." And he proceeded to tell me <laughs> what he was going to do. And I says, "I'm sorry, does it say director?" Over your head? No, I'm I'm paying you fifteen hundred dollars to do this show. You will dance, monkey. You will do as I say. <laughs> you have
1: stepped out your. Uh, you uh, have stepped out yeah. to your comfort zone. You are you, you are, are in not my in world. Your lane. <laughs>
0: this is this is my this is my house.
1: <laughs>
0: your um, lane. So
1: go get your ass kicked and dance with. Hot chicks, um, and it's and it's so funny because we're like we're like sure. we're like at <laughs>
0: odds, and the and the owner of the company walks up and goes, um, seems what seems to be the problem here, and um, the grandmaster actually turns to him and says something. He's like, yeah, we have a disagreement, and blah blah blah, and and he literally looks at Brian Christopher, looks at me, and says, you better do what Dave says, and he walks off. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Or your void your contract, and you get no money. You, you
0: really, you really need to listen to Dave right now. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, so then, so then he was. So then, all of a sudden, he was nice because I had Eric at the show, my oh, oldest. Okay, and and he was like, oh, he goes, I'll go and grab your son from the stands, and I'll bring him in and have him dance with me and stuff. And I said, like, okay, that's cool. <laughs> I'll say, um, he was
1: real nice.
0: <laughs> and then he, then he, yeah, he was real nice to me because, um, and it was funny. A couple of the wrestlers came up. It's like, dude, were you just about to kick Brian Christopher's ass? I said, yeah, I was. I was going to punch him in the throat. <laughs> we, we, weren't, <laughs> we weren't about to do no wrestling shit. I tell you that much. <laughs> no, I, that would have been stiff as hell. I'd have. He <laughs> was about I, to get a roundhouse to I'd the have job. fucking clocked <laughs> him, and, and it was like, oh, Brian Christopher's not going to appear tonight because he's in the hospital. <laughs> I was really it was really funny but you know oh, Jimmy Snooker I met Jimmy Snooko that same night and he's like shook hands with me how you doing gave me a hug after the show really cool guy but yeah Brian Christopher's like way too big for his britches and I'm like dude I I will knock you on your ass right now <laughs> I, I I have a story to explain it all <laughs> yeah let me let me talk to you about a little something called. <laughs> um, but oh, there's a, awesome. there's another thing I, I I thought, you know, I thought that the Miz and I were gonna go at it once too. Really, the Miz? Yeah, I was shocked he got his own show.
1: Him and well, him he and he, his he started age.
0: out as a reality star. He started out as a reality star before he went to wrestling, and we we got him early with UPW. And again he was really too big for his britches. He got on the show and he started throwing his weight around. Yeah, and I was the director and I'm like dude, fame. I said, I'm sorry, you're you're gonna have to do as I say. Because I've already got this planned. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not I'm not gonna be we're not messing around. And we get at odds and then finally he like stops for a second and it was like it was like he was method, he was in character the whole time. Oh really? Yeah, he was the Miz was talking to me.
1: Always and I'm
0: was. like, I don't give a fuck who you are right now. I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> and he was like, okay, wait, this this is me. And then he introduced himself. <laughs> I'm Mike. Sorry. Total, I'm still in character. And he was like, he was totally playing the Miz. <laughs> John with me as I was trying to explain to him how I was doing the show and I'm like no I am not out on stage when I leave that curtain then I'm the family man
1: but when I'm back here I'm the (laughs)
0: fucking director (laughs) totally
1: different Totally and different. totally
0: different you will fucking listen to me and you're like no totally cool sorry just wanted it and I'm like you don't I said dude you don't get out of your car playing in character that is not right you can get you can play
1: your character till you hit those doors where there's nobody watching
0: yeah as soon as you as soon as you hit that curtain and you're backstage you are Mike
2: <laughs>
0: you don't don't fuck around <laughs> Don't don't start. And I was like, oh, he was he gave me such heat, and I was just like, dude, I said, if you you want to give me heat, I will
1: fucking. <laughs> I, will. I am. I am not. You. I am not going to play with you, dude. I don't care real. how much money we paid you. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. You know, I. I'm not pulling a punch.
0: <laughs> I'm not. I am not. I will not pull a punch. I yeah, will sock when, you in your biscuit.
1: When, when they hear that smack, that's not going to be me smacking my chest.
0: <laughs> no, I am. I am not going to be like this bit. No. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hurt you real bad, really fast. Um,
1: oh, that's awesome. But sorry. those are
0: those are the only two times that I really didn't get along with someone backstage, and and the Miz really kind of, you know, kind of went, oh whoa, okay, whoa. this guy's getting really mad. I'm minute. gonna pull out. <laughs> Hold on, sorry. And and he was like telling me, he's like, I totally method. I I get into my role backstage and everything too, and I'm like, all right, you gotta tell me this shit. <laughs> There are no
1: cameras back here.
0: <laughs> there's no cameras back here. I am here. in pain. Nobody sees what you're doing, you know. And if I'm trying, if I'm trying to explain to you how we do the show, and I'm, you know, I'm directing, and you're just gonna sit there and argue with me every chance you get, I no, yeah. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna hit you. Um, <laughs> but I love it. I mean you know there were there were guys that I didn't like, but never never really had any major confrontations um backstage but gosh, big sweat- i mean Brett was just he was such an awesome person with u p w and I got to talk to him quite a bit when we were there because after, cause we do what was called a light show and it was basically, we do a show Friday night yeah, and it was to practice for the main show we would do over the weekend. Okay. And it was like we to, you know, it'd be like a practice show, work the matches, yeah. do some moves, see what goes over, what doesn't, um, work some, you know, practice some promos, things like that. And we generally had a crowd of about anywhere from 25 to 50 people. Okay. Um, and we were always we were always at LA Boxing or at Gold's Gym or something like that. Oh, and nice, yeah. we do we do these little shows. And after the show was over, because I would always I would come in and I'd either wrestle or referee or both. <laughs> and and then after the show, Big Schwag and I would sit on the apron and we'd talk to the crowd. Yeah. And that was my favorite part about the show is he he would he would say, David, come up and sit with me and I'd come sit with him. And we'd, and we'd talk. I'd talk about the referee parts and the backstage, the production oh, yeah. stuff. And then he would talk about the wrestling huh. and the managing and things like that. And we were able to cover all the aspects of pro wrestling. And we would answer questions to the crowd. They were like, oh, so.
1: That's phenomenal. You know,
0: it, it was it was so much fun. And we would do that every single week. That
1: constitutes a picture with you, him and John Cena, and, and Eric on your shoulders. No, David on your shoulders. David on my shoulders. Yeah. it. That, 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 that. I, yeah. S- I still remember when you're like, dude, I'm wrestling. I was like, what?
0: <laughs> no. Hey, <laughs> You did it? <laughs> I did it. I did it. I mean, yeah, I got, I got backstage at, you know, a, a Raw show and a SmackDown show and... I was, I was on a couple of dark matches where, you know, the ones before TV goes live to kind of hype the crowd up. Yeah. As a referee, I never wrestled um, dark matches, but I refereed a couple of dark matches. And um, I've, I'm on a couple of videotapes that are kind of circulating out there somewhere, VHS stuff. Oh, yeah. But – I think you know. My favorite thing was I—I I had an angle working with John Cena before he you left. You
2: struggle to lose weight. You must part? see this. Hold on. A fat dissolving loophole has just <laughs> been leaked that can dissolve fifty-nine pounds some, of fat in just a matter of weeks.
0: For some reason, my phone just went to YouTube. What are you? What are you getting at, bro? Or are you trying I, to tell me? I'm <laughs> <laughs>
1: struggling to lose weight. <laughs>
0: Round is a do, shape.
1: I, I do not know why my fucking f- phone went to YouTube. I don't even know what video it was trying to play, <laughs> but it went to YouTube. Lose fifty nine pounds of body fat, Dave. Only <laughs> uh, you want to lose ten. <laughs> Evidently, it was all Brandy's fault. <laughs> I guess it was Brandy's fault. Oh. Uh, I didn't mean um, to cut you off with the fat loss there
0: <laughs> I don't know about that bro I'm starting to think you're trying to send me messages <laughs> uh, uh,
1: uh, but I really do have to pee
0: <laughs> I have to pee too I am my eyes are yellow my back teeth are floating so it's so. Let's even my phone said help <laughs> Let's take a break. We'll be right back
1: after a, uh, probably a after, long bathroom break. After, <laughs> after a not so quick body break. <laughs> Hang with us. We'll be right back. <laughs>
2: Priest way. You here. Dig. your name box What happened to me? What happened to me? brought you here Thank you. Happy.
1: come back. Dave decided to join us. I did.
0: I w- I was back earlier and I'm like, "Well, John's not back, I'm going to eat." I, so, I had to move my truck. Are you sure you should be moving your truck cuz you I have been drinking all day.
1: Move my truck when I'm good enough to go backwards and forwards.
0: In a straight line, I don't have to turn.
1: I can go back and go forward. <laughs> That's it. And if a cop were to show up, I'm like, I'm going back and I'm going forward. <laughs>
0: I'm going forward. I am only in my driveway. I'm not gonna street
1: <laughs>
0: And I, I'm out of beer, so I got to go to the
1: fridge. Oh shit! What? The, oh, the fridge. You doesn't have to get out of a seat. I gotta get one I, of those.
0: I don't. I got <laughs> five more in the fridge. I'm ready to go. Oh. I had two, I had two big ass ones, and now I'm on the little ones. Dude, what, what, what a, what a great interview with Brett.
1: I, I enjoyed That's, it. I know, I know, it wasn't like super paranormal for people that. Super paranormal. Watch I was like, I had to, show. I had to try
0: to get something paranormal in at the end. Yeah, you
1: know. <laughs> and I was gonna ask that. I was like, well, we are a paranormal show. What, a, you know? <laughs> I was gonna ask the question that you asked, but. Mm-hmm. He had, there's just so much to him. You just don't want to stop. Just keep going. I I love, I
0: love his stories and, um, yeah, he's, he's such a great dude to talk to. And
1: he blessed. And he was, I have a feeling like when, when I come out in August and I'm still hoping that happens, you know, things are changing, but I'm still hoping that happens. Uh, yeah, very highly. It still does happen, um, because I have money saved for me coming out there. <laughs> I don't care if I lose a week of wages; I can still go. Um, <laughs> uh, but that would be so awesome for him to join us. That ah, dude, dude, what a third! Who who's your yeah. third? Brett. Brett oh, Wagner. Wagner. The, the lost leather face Lost leather face He might get us Into places we're not Supposed to go <laughs> You know we got Brother Agner with us Right <laughs> yeah. He's he's,
0: mo- he's moderately famous
1: Moderately famous uh, Yeah
0: He's that, that, He's not I mean <laughs> Phenomenal
1: Phenomenal interview With him I, I can't I can't put anything. I love that Bigfoot. Yeah. Nah, <laughs> I, actually nah. Wrote, I actually wrote that Bigfoot. Mm. Nah.
0: <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. <monster>? nah, nah, nah. Lock Ness <laughs> Monster. Um, nah. He's like you, but he, I just I like that he that he's, he's still got an open mind about it. It's not like I no, don't believe in it, it and it's not real. It's it's show me proof and it, I'm in.
1: It, no, and I like the you – know,
0: when I asked him about if
1: he's ever had a paranormal experience, he kind of already went through it and said it. I was like, well, I guess that kind of,
2: kind know, of answers, answers that my, question.
1: Answer that question. If he ever had a paranormal experience with him talking with his dad, you know, in a dream. But even him to a, himself is like, I don't dream a, hardly ever. And to have that dream. I think that says a lot, I And mean, you know, and he gave him that closure, and I think that's pretty fucking awesome. Um, yeah. I do that's have very, to look uh, into Camarillo State Hospital where his mom worked. I got to look into that place. You got to look into that place. We, yeah, I mean. he got to look it, into I, that. <laughs> I know by,
0: by where he lives, it's in Southern California, so that might be a stop we can make.
1: Yeah, you know, if we don't have Queen Mary, we got Camarillo State Hospital. Um Yeah. Or if we, you know, I don't know, I don't even know if we can get into Linda Vista, but. It sounds like his mom is still alive, so it might be an interview we can do, too. (laughs) Because she used to work there. Uh, But no, that awesome interview from Brett Wagner. Again, I do want to throw it out there. He's got a movie coming out. Uh and he's just playing the fucking limo driver, but fucking go watch it. El Tonto, go watch it. It sounds like it might be an interesting movie for everybody to go watch. I'll I'll watch it. Um and if you are in the LA area, go check out uh June eighteenth and nineteenth the Frankenson collectible show, Lost Leatherface, also known as Brett Wagner, will be there doing autographs and whatnot. So go check that out. But let's talk haunted movie sites. Now, we talked about this a little bit before the show. And I remember stating that there, there's there's a lot of haunted movie sets out there. Yeah. But there's not, an I wouldn't say enough to really create segments or, or anything like that about it other than to talk about some of the haunted movie sets. Would you agree to that?
0: Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. It was, it was something that I thought of spur of the moment because I I got the bet the the big swag interview. Yeah, and and I was like, that'd be kind of cool to talk about. You know, Because he's an actor, talk about paranormal experiences on set, things like that. Yeah, yeah. It didn't seem like he had any paranormal experiences on set. No, um, I, was, I was
1: trying to trying to push him towards that way, and I think you were trying to kind of push him towards a way, but it doesn't seem like he's had that type of experience on set.
0: Yeah, because the, the last thing I want is to ask a question and, and have him just say no.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you
0: have yeah. any paranormal experiences on set? No. No. Uh, uh, okay. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>
1: uh, shit, uh, that was a short interview. Thanks, Brett Wagner. Appreciate your time. Yeah. Uh, no.
0: And our and our call is two minutes long. Yeah. But, um. <laughs> but that's that was it was interesting because yeah because you know when we talked when we talked before I was like I need to talk you, you know we're gonna talk about you know your paranormal beliefs and any experiences that you had on set and. All he did was give me a thumbs up and I was like, okay, I have no idea what that's telling me. <laughs> I'm just gonna think that you you got some stuff to talk about and I, I think we'll be okay. But um so yeah, I didn't I didn't know what to expect with the interview, but I knew I, it was going to be entertaining because he's it. he's just a fun guy.
1: It, I loved it. Um I'm I'm glad you guys kind of have a little bit of a friendship there and oh, shit. Dude, if he I and I, I don't even care that he's like Brett Wagner it's like he wants to go debunk stuff.
0: Yeah. I want to go total, prove I'm stuff. I'm totally down for him to do that. Uh, he wants to debunk stuff, we want to prove stuff. I think I'm like, dude, I, I, I think that dynamic works and <laughs> Come we, with us. Let's go. Jump got, on your Harley. We got meet us new, here. New show. <laughs> we got I got we got cameras, we got microphones, we got stuff. We'll hook you up with a melmeter or whatever and oh yeah. Just send you into a room and yes. see what happens. Yes. <laughs> I'm totally I'm totally down to do that. Um
1: what's interesting Because he actually had a show Well, he didn't have a show, but he had an idea of a show that he pitched about doing that where he was the debunker. It's like, okay, well, what if you're the debunker and we're not the, we're the prover. And we go, I'm thinking Discovery's got a fucking hit show with us three. I'm telling you, or Discovery Plus, here we come. I'm telling you.
0: Yeah. Discovery Plus, (laughs) here it comes. And, you know. I, I am yeah I am, we call it call it two men and a swag
1: I okay. don't care okay. whatever all you right. want to call it all right so um I'm not good literally <laughs> with the <a, laughs> so I'll let y'all to discovery plus <laughs> I'm just saying you can throw that out there before we go I'm just saying <laughs> maybe we can make check a us little, out we're into a live stream maybe, here maybe we can make a little. Uh, maybe, we con, maybe we get a Maybe we get
0: little deal and you know if Schwag gets a deal out of it and gets yeah, some money I think least, he'll be happy. At
1: least it. pay for the trip. That's all I'm asking for. Yeah, at least, <laughs> at
0: least cover our expenses.
1: <laughs> you know, if you don't like it after the show I can get it, yeah. but <laughs> Yeah.
0: Yeah, give us a little bit of a per diem, maybe give us a pilot that we can run.
1: Dude, I'm telling you. I'm telling you that's a show. That's a show two guys that are true believers and a guy that's not necessarily a skeptic, but wants to go debunk it. That'd be an awesome show. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm,
0: yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, but then, but then there's you I mean, and I, and then there's... <laughs> <laughs> we
1: got small SM all small <laughs> and
0: and, and swag. And
1: <laughs> swag. You see how my arm is not yeah. in the picture? It's,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's like that.
1: I would love that. He's got the personality that that would work.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah he, oh, he cra- oh, God, he cracks me up. I remember the first, when we first met, I you know shook hands with him. And I looked up, and I was like, damn, you're a big fucker. And... <laughs> I, yeah. So I go, so you know, what's your gimmick? What do you wrestle as? And he goes, oh, I don't wrestle. I manage. <laughs> and I'm like, You're a fucking manager? What?
1: <laughs> How big are the wrestlers?
0: <laughs> How big are the wrestlers if you're the fucking manager?
1: But he said that was a downfall to him being a manager. Is that he yeah. was
0: actually because bigger than most It was a downfall of W E because they want somebody like Jimmy Hart, or yeah,
1: he's bigger or than, and they want someone
0: they want someone smaller so that the wrestler looks more intimidating, oh yeah, but when the manager is more intimidating than the wrestlers are,
1: I think they're right yeah, when the manager is scared of the small guy, that is awesome <laughs> he's like. Yeah, I don't fuck with that dude. <laughs> yeah, But he's manager, so much smarter The, the manager you. is 6'4", 330 pounds,
0: and he's like, I, don't uh, mess with that one. That, that dude's that,
1: badass. Man. He's going to whoop everybody's
0: ass. <laughs> he, he, he's my bodyguard.
1: <laughs> he's my bodyguard? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, what, that's
0: funny. That, that's what Kevin used to say. When Kevin and I are walking, oh, dude, Kevin and I would walk yeah. together or something, he'd be like, that's my bodyguard. Dave's my bodyguard. <laughs> dude. Because everybody's looking to pick a fight with Kevin, and he's like, you don't want to pick, he's, <laughs> no, no, he's the one you no, got to worry about. No, no,
1: you want to pick a fight with me, not him.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Come, come, come this way. I'm, I may look like I'm the worst one, but no, you just, I, you don't want to mess I with Dave. I will,
1: day. I will hurt you. He will wish you were dead.
0: Because
1: <laughs> you feel so much
0: pain you and you feel so, so ridiculous being beaten by someone that small um, it's like yeah i i'll kick your ass but um, he'll he'll bring you flowers in the hospital tomorrow and go oh, i'm sorry i got a little out of hand I, I apologize i got a little angry here's a get well soon balloon you
1: got a little angry
0: <laughs> i got i got a little angry i got a little angry Man, I, 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 I did that to your brother. Um, this surprised me. Or, no, cousin, not Which not Brian, but T Bone.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, it was. It was really funny because that was that was back in the day where I was like, I didn't like knives being pointed at me.
1: Ah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. So he goes, he goes, check out what I just got. And he pulls out this knife and he points it at me. And before I realized what happened, I'd kicked it out of his hand. (laughs) And it stuck in the wall of the garage. (laughs) There at your mom's place. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, like that. and, And he looks over and I was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I left and I was upset and I walked out. And all I hear is. That was a nice kick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Shadow Con.
0: Shadow Con. Yeah, so then Kevin walks out and he goes, It's all right. He actually loved that. <laughs> come on. Come, come on, on right. back in. Come on back in. He was totally cool with that. It
1: is all right. <laughs> he's, not <laughs> he's not going to
0: shoot you. He's not going to shoot you. He's he was He's not upset. <laughs> And I and I'm pretty and that, and that and I have stayed in that wall for like
2: a months, days. <laughs> uh, at least a couple yeah, of days.
0: Couple, at least a I, couple weeks.
2: I,
1: let's see, what? Yeah, I was there. Yeah, I was there. Uh, yeah, it, yeah probably about probably at least a month. That thing. Yeah, stuck I remember. In. I
0: kept coming over, and I'm like, "Are you going to pull that out of the wall? No, nope. we're we <laughs> live that in. And we talk about Dave. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like Nope. This, this is how we talk about you when you're not here." <laughs>
1: Quick little roundhouse, knife in the wall.
0: It was, yeah. It was a it My was bad. a it was a quick it was a quick little inside crescent, and it was just
1: oh, pow! you went inside crescent. You almost dirty kicked his ass. Yeah, I did. You went round. I was a, I was a little too close
0: for a roundhouse. I had to I had yeah. to pop with a crescent.
1: I used to love that taekwondo tournaments, dude. No, hardly anybody in taekwondo tournament. I know we're off topic right now, but we're we lost totally boys. we have, we haven't but. even start, talked about our first set yet. <laughs> I used to love dirty kicks and, and I don't know if anybody knows what a dirty kick is 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 when you're inside especially in a taekwondo tournament is when you're inside and you take that fucking front leg and you whack it up this back side of their fucking face <laughs> and I used to love it. Because nobody really did them in Taekwondo, and I'd walk up like, you're too close. I'm not willing to step back and give you ground, so I'm just going to whack Pop. you, dirty kick you in the face, and then, while your days, step back and hit you with a fucking circle kick, and I win the tournament.
0: <laughs> and and I win, because you don't get back up. I win.
1: Ah, <laughs> no, I love dirty kicks. Ah. Oh. I miss dirty kicks. I, you know, I don't think I could. Well, I can do a dirty kick, but I can't, I don't have the flexibility to go this way (laughs) with my kick, but I had the flexibility to go this way with my kick. (laughs) This this way.
0: I I don't know. I can still do the reverse crescent so I can come inside and circle that way. Okay. So I can still do that. I still do that. Like my roundhouse.
1: My roundhouse. Like my roundhouse. My my roundhouse is about.
0: I can hip maybe, level.
1: I'm I'm a hip I, level like.
0: I'm I'm about I'm about chest. It. I I can, I can make your kidneys bleed,
1: but yeah. you know or you know but, if like if if it came down to me winning or losing, yeah I I would pull all this area just to kick you in the head. This area, I'd, I'd walk really funny for a really long time. Yeah, um, so I, I can get I, you once. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that kick. I'm gonna get you once. Uh. And um, yeah one of, one of my favorite things in the when I was in pro wrestling is there was there was a wrestler that they called him Stretch Limo, and basically he was six eleven, and might have weighed one hundred and fifty pounds. Oh, wow. Wow. Right. That's a skinny really, guy. Really, really, really nice skin, but a really, really skinny, really tall dude. And we were, we were actually practicing. We were doing a match together. And I'm like, you know what? I think I can super kick you in the face. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, um and and Brett was talking about a guy by the name of Tom Howard who yeah. trained Zoe Stark. Yep. And Tom Howard was teaching the class. And he goes, "I've got money that says you can't kick him in the face."
1: I bet you I can. <laughs> I was
0: like, "I bet you I can kick him in the face." I think I can kick him in the face. And it was so funny. He goes, like, okay, let's see what you can do." And I did it and I hit him right in the chin. <laughs> And Heel or,
1: or palm of the foot? Huh? Heel or the, palm of the foot?
0: Um, The palm of the foot. I, actually, right in the arch. I put my oh, arch right put, there. <laughs> <laughs> and I held it there for a second, too. It was like, Tuh! And I brought it back down and oh. stretched a little oh. went. Oh shit! <laughs> and Tom was like, "All right." He hands me ten bucks. He's like, "I didn't think you could do that." <laughs> uh, he goes, "He goes." we don't only really need to do that with a match. Um, and he made me. He made me do it with Nathan Jones. I, um,
1: I which, I don't have the speed or the flexibility anymore, but I still got the power. And the reason yeah. I say that is because we were doing our when I went to training. I uh, I got told because you have to tell people when you're when you're going th- when when you go to my career that is getting ready and Uh, you have to write down all I, the, all the shit.
0: I, I, I'm sorry, bro. That's not a career. Yeah, you didn't no. You didn't <laughs> no, do it, it long was, enough. It, uh,
1: it was supposed to be a career. Uh, but when you when you do that stuff it, and you you have to write when you you have to write down all the stuff like all the arts and the belts and all that good stuff right so i write all that stuff down so i get told i'm not allowed to teach i get that I see you. so the trainer uh, he tells me that uh, there's a uh a, a move where it's a thigh kick it, uh, basically that's all it is it's, just, it's a thigh kick and he goes Kick me as hard as you can, like if an offender was coming at you. I was like, are you sure? I was, and he goes, yes. I said, okay. <laughs> and then I asked again, are you sure that you want me to go, like, my life's in danger, I got to kick a person. You want me to go 100%. You want me to go full out, like, no adrenaline Adrenaline. Adrenaline Adre- rush. Adrenaline, adrenaline. <laughs> yeah, it must be time for a new beer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> adrenaline rush, but just full out power. Just give you power. He's like, "Yes," I said. Are you sure? For Are you sure? sure time. And he's and he goes to say yes. Now, mind you, he's got a bag. You know, a bag on his leg. So I don't, you know, like hurt
0: him. So you do So you don't break his. <laughs> And I
1: I kicked him, and the shock on his face when he was in the air, (laughs) when when he was in the air sideways, going, Oh, fuck. (laughs) And he he lands on the ground, and everybody in the class is looking at me like, Holy shit. And I went, What the hell did you just do? (laughs) I I went, I don't have speed, I still have power. I know how to twist my I hips. Can, I, I know how to throw my body into it. And he gets up. He's like, that was a good kick. And he starts limping away like, oh, my God. And he's got this big old pad on his leg. He's like, oh, oh. he got his revenge, though, because he used to be a dummy for a couple takedowns. I bet he did. Uh, so he got, he got his revenge on that part, but he, he comes up to me after class, after, after we finished training on that day, he comes up to me and goes, what the fuck? I said, you told me. He said, I asked you repeatedly,
2: are you sure?
1: And he said, yes. And you have my background. You're the one that told me I'm not allowed to teach.
0: Yeah. You know I know how to throw a kick.
1: I said, yeah. I can't kick up here no more because, you know, I don't stretch.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, but, but if you in, here from 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 thigh to from thigh to chest, I'm still golden. You, yeah. you I'll still hurt somebody. I, um, he's like, I was not
1: expecting you I, to take me off my feet. I was like, <laughs> well. <laughs> Well you told me to act like if Someone was attacking me so
0: <laughs> Yeah You told me uh, What am I wait, 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 Am I tip tapping? No
1: I'm not No He's like This is only supposed to be A distractive technique <laughs> I was like I'm pretty Well sure. you seem pretty distracted <laughs> I'm like Well you lay on the ground, You're pretty distracted <laughs> You're
0: pretty distracted You're on the ground I think that distracted you A little bit um, i I did that with I did that with Kevin and it was a uh, it was really funny because he was like I don't know you know how he is. Oh yeah. <laughs> but he was but he was like he's like Dave I need to fart. I want you to kick me as hard as you can in the stomach. <laughs> and I go as hard as i can in the you want me to kick you as hard as i can in the stomach in the stomach and he, in the stomach and he goes yeah i need i need to fart and i you're, go you sure? To
2: shit yourself. as as
0: hard as i can he goes he goes yeah uh, he goes he goes yeah it should be fine he goes, and i'm like yourself and I'm like, I'm no, I'm not gonna do that, bro. I'm not, I'm not gonna kick you as hard as I can. No, it's okay. You, you know, you're not that strong. Go ahead. I'm like, may, maybe not up here, but but down here, you. I don't know, dude. I've, I I've broken four by four posts and cra- and broken bricks with my legs. Oh yeah. That, I am. Um, you know. I, no, I'm not. Marble. He goes, no, he goes. He goes. Okay, seventy five percent. Give me seventy five percent. So I said, okay, I'll, I'll give you seventy five percent, and I and I hit him, and I think it took him about a minute and a half to exhale, and he farted. I, I'm, he he definitely farted, and it was just like, pooh, and he's like. Where, uh, he I was, was okay, and then after that, whenever he I got the urge to do that, he he asked me to just punch him, not to kick him anymore. Because the upper upper body, I mean, yeah, I could block stuff, but uh, I wasn't ver- I didn't have the. I didn't have near the upper body that I do now. Um, and I got this from the wrestling. Is when I when I got this upper body. I'm
1: sorry. We're old, and you said no.
2: <laughs> I don't have <I'm> nearly. A-
0: <laughs> I no. I mean, no. I mean, you, I mean, you remember? I didn't have the broad shoulders or any of that when I was when I was younger. Um, but uh, from the wrestling, though, it was like all of a sudden, you know, I could bench. I could bench three hundred five. That's what I maxed out at.
1: I was at, Well, I was doing fifteen reps of three eighty five. That's nice with my uppers. So 15, I I never maxed out on my uppers. I maxed out on legs because they quit putting weight on there because they were scared of. Yeah, no, I <laughs> I maxed out on the leg press. They were
0: like, no, we don't want to put any more weight on there. <laughs>
1: well, <don't>, no, <laughs> but I got told when I was training and everything, like, like seriously training when I was younger, by my sensei for Taekwondo, That I was not allowed to kick anybody as hard as I could. Because he had me kick him as hard as I could. With bags. And he went, no. Because I would, I could kick a 200 pound bag and make it explode. Like it was, it was a normal thing. Like I went through marble, I went through brick, I went through wood. Like you were talking about, and. I got to that point where he was just like, you're not allowed to kick anybody ever as hard as you can, (laughs) unless he asked me to, because we had, uh, visiting sensei's and he wanted to show off his students and he's like, Hey, go kick that bar bag as, you know, as hard as you can. And I would look at, you told me I'm not allowed to do that. He's like, just go kick
0: the bag as hard as you can. Yeah, we got that's, that's, that's when your sensei pimps you out. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> I, my, my sensei used to do that all the time. Only he would take me to other schools yeah. <laughs> to have to have me challenge him. No,
1: no see, my thing was we'd show up at, at other, you know, at tournaments at other schools for tournaments and stuff because a lot of people nowadays you, you have these fucking big uh, tournaments and these gy- gyms and stuff. When we were younger – The tournaments were at the fucking schools. Yeah. So we would go to schools for tournaments, and he would do that. He'd be like, hey, man, do me a favor. Sensei wants to see what you got. Go Go kick his bag. I'm like, can you pay for the bag? He's like, no, he's willing to do it. I'm like, okay. And I'd kick the bag and destroy the bag, and I'd walk away. And next thing I know, I wasn't fighting in the tournament. Yeah. <laughs> it's like
0: That's a right. no. What?
1: No. <laughs> what do you mean I have no opponents? I'm fighting what?
0: <laughs> Wait. What do you mean no? Um Sensei yeah. pull.
1: Yep, yep, not that. <clears throat> yeah, dude, category. same. <laughs> yeah. Same thing.
0: He said take me to term. And it's so funny my sensei would be like, "Okay. Um Dave, I'm going to take you to lunch today." And I knew what that meant. That meant he was going to take me and pit me at some place. He was going to make some money and then he was going to take me to Denny's and and sure as shit he would he would do that he, and he we we'd stop in front of this, you know, you know, this karate school or we'd at a, be at a school oh, for a tournament love or something I I never I never knew where I was going. I would just go over and he'd go, "Here, you're a brown belt today." <laughs> and he would make <laughs> me put he'd make me put the brown belt on and I'm like, "Okay, here you're a purple belt today." I'm like, "All right, I'm a purple belt today." Um, and he'd, and he'd bring me in, had me take on their biggest guy, <laughs> because I was literally the smallest in the class.
1: Now, but that, that was but none sh- of the
0: Shotokan that you were doing, or was that Shotokan? Yeah, it was Shotokan. Shotokan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I took I took Taekwondo from my father because my father's a red belt in Taekwondo, and then my my sensei's brother. Was a black belt in Aikido, so I learned Aikido from him.
1: Did you learn Aikido or did you learn Aikido? Aikido. I'm I'm considered a third degree black belt in Aikido because I learned Aikido and Do, all three levels, hmm.
0: instead of just yeah. one Aikido. <laughs> yeah, Aikido, and um, <clears throat> and then my, I'm I'm careful. My, my scout master was a black belt in Murakuan. Mm. So so I actually learned Murakuan from him. And then I'm certified to teach self-defense and jiu-jitsu.
1: <coughs> See, I did and the then, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. You did the yeah, jiu-jitsu. I did
0: the American jiu-jitsu. Yeah. The, the, you know, the tame one. The Japanese one. The Japanese style uh, judo, the yeah. Jap- the, Ameri- the watered-down yeah. American version of the Japanese one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then and then I did kickboxing for a year, and I I went four and one with three knockouts. And then I jumped into the pro wrestling.
1: Yeah, I did the four and zero in MMA, and yeah. then realized it took me too long to recuperate. Yeah,
0: that's that's what I that's why I stopped doing the wrestling because it took me long to rec- too, too long, long to recuperate.
1: recuperate. I got to, I was just too old.
0: Yeah, that's that's what that it time. was for me. I was just too old to. I got into it's, it too late. Yeah, um, and I MMA I. I really only did one match but it was against Frank Shamrock in the Lion's Den. I trained at the Lion's Den. You trained at the Lion's Den? I trained at I trained at the Gracies and
1: my the uncle Shamrock. my uncle knew Ken.
0: Yeah. Ken worked with
1: UPW. <laughs> so my uncle knew Ken. Ken ended up at the Captain's Anchor and yeah. it, and he was like you need to meet my nephew and I told, my, I told, he was like, oh, he says I need to meet you. And it, it, we started talking about MMA. Or or actually, we just talked about martial arts. And I was like, yeah, right now, I'm cons- I'm a black belt in, in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And he goes, oh, fuck that shit. Because <laughs> he, he found out I was training with Gracie's. And he's like, fuck them. Fuck that shit. You're going to come to the lion's den. So I went and trained to the lion's den. Actually, my 4-0 and career is actually considered out of the lion's den. Cool. It, it, it was awesome.
0: It was pretty awesome. I just, I couldn't recoup. <laughs> and <clears throat> it was, yeah, it was so hard to, to recover from that. And I, I mean, I wouldn't even call what I did a match, but went to the lion's den because we had a meeting with Ken Shamrock because we were doing, we were doing a crossover between UPW and the lion's den. Oh, awesome. Um, and so we were we were going to have a belt that we call the the shoot fighting belt and then it would be MMA versus UPW and they would do a shoot wrestling match
1: oh <clears throat> okay and
0: and i was the referee permanent referee for all the shoot matches um And it 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 went pretty well. It was a it was a cool thing. We did it for I don't know, we did it for a year or a year and a half. Yes, I'm a friend. Um but we went to the lion's den and somebody was like, Oh hey, does anyone want to step into the lion's den? And just kinda kinda get a feel for it. And I was like, Sure. So I walked in there and I'm just looking around, seeing the blood stains on the floor Stuff like that, the this oh, the yeah. hurricane fence oh, around yeah. the whole thing, and it was just it was just kind of awestruck, and I and I turned to the door to leave, and Frank Shamrock is standing in the doorway. Oh, Frank was still there. Okay, Frank wasn't there when I was there because yeah. they no uh, Frank, Frank. Frank was there. Ken their... Ken wasn't fighting anymore. Frank was fighting.
1: Yeah, Ken, Ken and Frank. Ha- okay, so you were there when Ken and Frank
0: reconciled. Yes.
1: Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, this was two, 2002? Yeah. Okay.
0: Two, All right. 2001,
1: 2002? All
0: right. Um, anyway, so Frank Shamrock is standing in the doorway, and he goes, Yeah, I forgot to tell you something. If you go into the lion's den, you got to fight to get out.
2: Yep.
1: <laughs> so, he, so he
0: closes the gate, and so I, I actually fought with Ken, Sham, I mean Ken Shamrock's brother, with Frank Shamrock. And and Ken standing there and Tom Howard standing there are all like dude David's gonna get fucked up, watch this. And he goes he goes, okay, he goes, first round we'll just kinda strike a little bit. And get a feel for how you strike. So I was playing around, we struck for a little bit, and you know, like I said, nothing serious. It was it wasn't even it wasn't much more than a sparring match. But then the second round, he's like, Okay, for the second round, we're just gonna grapple. Oh, and, and back then I was one seventy five. Oh, that's a good weight for you. I'd I'd I was I was about in the best shape. Yeah, that, that I could have been. For you. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a good weight for me. I could I could still move really fast, and I still had my strength. Because you're what five six five I'm five seven? six. 5'6". Yeah.
1: yeah, that's a good weight for you. I was especially... I was closer
0: to five seven in two thousand two. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it, especially with if being in shape. That's a that's a good weight for you.
0: Yeah. Now I was I was I was in pre- probably best shape of my life was 2001 2002, and um, so I wrestled him. And Frank is a strong motherfucker. We were dude. Um, we were going through it, and it, we haven't even talked about anything paranormal yet. But I know. <laughs> um,
3: but it was Squirrel. it was funny. I
0: got I got him in my finishing move for UPW, which which is called Time Out. It's a Um it's a submission move where I lock both arms behind the neck. Oh, okay. And I'm and I'm down on the mat and I lock both arms and then I sit up. Oh. Right. So I got him in that move. And he goes, he goes, damn, you're fucking strong. And he's sitting there like this, and he's strung out. He goes, You're fucking strong. And then he basically just kinda picked me up. In in that position, he's like he's like I can't get out of this. So he just stood up with me. I got a whole lot more strength. He just he just like hulked out on me. He couldn't get out of the hold, but he his he was way stronger than my weight. So he just like stood up and then he like just plowed me into We go down. Yeah. So so yeah, and then you know. The third round was just submission moves so we were just cuz he's like I like that submission move I want to use that. So we just started doing stuff and I you know I got a triangle on him and he was like that's good but put your hips here and he was basically training me. Yeah. And um but it was yeah it was really cool and then we you know went out of the ring and had a beer. That um, like my first but game. yeah that was my that was my one I guess kind of an MMA match. <laughs>
1: yeah. My my uncle Johnny... Um, Got me involved with those guys. And I, it, it kind of, what you happened to you, it sounds like my first day. So Ken holds, does not hold anybody back. He's like, we're all fucking going all the time. And so I, I walk in. I'm like, all right, what do you want me to do? He's like, I gotta go hit the bag for a little bit. So I'm just hitting the bag. He's like, all right, you gotta go to the lion's den. We're gonna see what you got. And I stepped in there and exact words out of his mouth. He's like, "Just so you are, you're in this you're in this now. You have to fight to get out of this." And I went like, "Fight fight or just, you know, fight?" <laughs> he goes, "No, you got to fight to get out of this." You so got to fight. And so, first thing I did is I kicked the first dude straight in his fucking sternum, and he was done. <laughs> he was done. He looked at me, he's like, "Okay, grappling and this dude picked me up on a double leg takedown cause I fucking fucked up on my footwork that, uh, that's basically all I could say is I fucked up on my footwork this dude picked me up on a double leg takedown and fucking body slammed me and I went all the air you could have sold that shit on layaway left my body <laughs> and all I remember Ew. Ew. is grabbing his, his neck and I went okay I ha- I can't breathe. You're not going to be able to breathe here in a second.
0: I'm going to get you too.
1: <laughs> and so I had no breath in me and I wrapped him up, basically the guillotine and I wrapped mm. him up and I fucking straightened my body out and he was tapping and it, it was literally, I thought that took a total of like two and a half minutes. I got out of that ring and he said, That took you 15 seconds. (laughs) And I went, oh, damn. (laughs) He's like, I don't know what you train at the Gracie's, but you're going to start training my guys here while you train on striking. I was like, I don't think I need training on striking. (laughs) Did you see me kick that dude in the sternum? He goes, well, we're going to find out. And he's the one that said, your first fight is in a week. You need to get down to this weight. And I'm like, "Well, I'm I'm sitting at 165 at that point in time, you know, cuz I'm carb loading, heavy weights, you know." And he goes, "You need to get it down to 165." I said, "Okay, I quit eating pasta." <laughs> and I went, he goes, he's like, "What did you do to cut weight so fast?" I said, "I quit eating pasta." <laughs> <laughs> I kept my PB and J's, but I quit eating pasta. And, yeah, four four no. I went. Ken Ken is an extreme individual, dude. That dude, he is, he is one hundred and twenty percent all the time, dude. He punched me like I got to spar with him twice, and both times he just pummeled me. Yeah, and, and I was like, "How are you hitting me?" How, how I didn't I never understood, and I to this day I still don't understand how he hit me, because I have reach on him. He's taller than me. Yeah. By two inches, he's f- like five ten.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm five. I was five eight at the time. I'm probably a little shorter now because you know I'm old. Age. Uh, Gravity.
2: <laughs>
1: but at that time I was five eight, and he he could. I had a longer reach than him, though. 5'8 with, like, a 5'11 wingspan, 5'10 wingspan. My my arms are are long. So I was like, I'm going to fuck this dude up. (laughs) And all of a sudden, I'm getting pummeled. I'm like, "How how are you hitting me? How are you hitting me? And next thing you know, I'm on the ground, and he's elbow drop on my fucking forehead. Like, he doesn't hold back. In trainings, nothing. Like, he is 100% all the time. I think I I had him in a heel hook for about three seconds when the bell rang. And I was like, I got you. And I had him, and you saw his face turning, and I fucking was wrapping it up and pulling that heel towards my body. I was like, I fucking got you, you motherfucker, finally. And... You hear the, Meh, <laughs> from the guys outside, it, but Kent, dude, Ken is a beast. It if
0: Ken's a beast, yeah. I never, I never actually. I mean, I wrestled. I mean, I refereed alongside him when he wrestled. Oh, and I worked out with him. He's just he's intense all the time. Even all just time. talking to him, all even the just time. standing there talking to him, he's intense, intense, in intense,
1: dude. I, I miss those days, honestly. I mean, I, I'm i actually, I was just talking to Monty about starting to do yoga again, just so I can get my flexibility back. Yeah. And my core I, back.
0: I, yeah, I do too. I want to get back into doing I, yoga.
1: I'm, I'm thinking about starting it. And,
0: okay. All right. We had a huge squirrel moment. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a huge, like over an hour. <laughs> and I apologize for that, folks. <laughs> But we're going to talk about haunted movie sets. (laughs) Uh, Oh, my God. Uh, Haunted movie sets. So, what is the first, when you think of a haunted movie set, what's the first, oh, I got the hiccups place that you think of Poltergeist
0: right okay yes I mean that's that's the that's the first one that I think of because maybe not so much haunted but cursed I was okay Cursed is a a good good uh, yeah because I don't want to you know um, like I said I, I have a documentary about like a haunted movie set but I think I think we're talking about more like strange things happen, strange things happen or you know, or, the mo- or the movie is cursed or something like that. Yeah, paranormal
1: but, that's happened actually on the movie sets themselves.
0: But yeah, Poltergeist easily takes the taco and it's it's not even number 1 on my list that I have here, it, but I thought that was where too. Um well the I think the
1: highest I saw Poltergeist being On the list was four. Four, yeah. And I I find that interesting. But Poltergeist is always the first thing that pops into my mind, considering
0: the. And mainly it's centered around the little girl. Yeah, Yeah, it's centered around the little girl.
1: And a lot of the activity when you read about it centers around her, too. Now, was she cursed based off the movie, or was she cursed before she even started? That's my question.
0: Well, that's interesting because she, I mean, she died. So, yeah, so she passed away in the second re- one. Yeah, no, third so, one. Third one. Third one. She passed away in the third one. Um, so, you know, this is what I what I read about it. Uh, according to the report in the Times, during the filming, Oliver Robbins nearly died when he was choked by the arms of an evil puppet only to be saved by Steven Spielberg. Wow. That's just one thing. Um, Heather O'Rourke, who played Carol Ann, Ann, died a few years later during a routine surgery, while Dominique Dune, um, Dana Freeling, who was strangled by an ex-boyfriend, um... But one thing that was reported on set, apparently, the clown doll, the clown doll, was found in different places between scenes. Like the clown doll would move around. That is, dude. So it's like there's a full-on Annabelle, fucking with him (gasps) on set. Because I don't remember anything about a clown doll in the movie. Well, you have the clown in the first one,
1: right? That goes
0: after the the boy, the son, right? So, but yeah this this clown doll apparently keeps mo- kept moving around on set. Yeah,
1: the fuck that, <laughs> yeah. fuck that. I mean, well, did Dominique die? I don't remember if Dominique yes. actually died in life, in real life. Yeah, she was, she was with.
0: strangled. She was strangled by an ex boyfriend. So she she died. I mean, yeah, she died in real life.
1: That that That's the one that always gets to me, is is Poltergeist. Poltergeist, her dying during the making, uh, during surgery, um, mm-hmm. which was also taking part in the making of part three, which they had to do a lot of CGI for the making of part three.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, which is when I actually learned about CGI.
0: (laughs) Um, Yeah, died November 4th,
1: 1982.
0: She died in 82. Yep. So So Dominique ended the relationship on October 30th, 1982. That same night, a distraught Sweeney, who was the boyfriend, raced to her house where she... Oh, raised to that, where she and actor David Parker were rehearsing a scene from V, the final battle Yeah,
1: in that 1984. Is, yeah, not too long after.
0: He dragged her outside and strangled her, leaving her brain dead. Five days later, she was removed from life support and died.
1: And that was in 82, not 84. It was in 82. So V right. was the show that came v out was, in 84. She, yeah,
0: she was just rehearsing the stuff yeah. for V in 84.
1: Now, if everybody doesn't remember, if I remember it, Dominique is, uh, oh, shit, the uh, assistant to the old lady, right? Because you have the husband, the wife, Carol Ann, the brother, everybody knows who Carol Ann is. I can't tell you who the names of everybody is in this movie. Uh, <laughs> And then the, one of the assistants to... She should have been one of the assistants to God, what is her name? The lady that, that, that comes in and is like go towards the
0: line. Oh, the the little the little squatty chick. Yeah. The, She's the, the psychic. Yeah. Dominique yeah, the, is the assistant to Zelda. Her, right? Zelda Rubenstein. Zelda that's her Rubenstein, <laughs> thank you. Uh
1: she Dominique has played one of the assistants to her, if I remember right. If I remember right. I, I could be I, wrong. I think it's been a long I think time. that's right. Because she, she had the dude her. and the chick, actually the two dudes and the chick with her. One of the dudes with the glasses saw all the maggots coming out of his face.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: She was like the film photographer He was the film I can't remember. Uh, it's been a long time since i see that movie. But if I remember, Dominique is actually the one that was the assistant to her. It yeah. was one of the assistants to her. Not a big part of the movie, but oddly enough, she gets strangled to death. Thanks. During I mean, technically, right after that movie gets released. Yeah. Interesting. That's interesting. I think it's interesting
0: that's that's considered number four on the list. That's number four. That's that's interesting. Um and. Uh. So I don't don't know which direction to go, but I was like, I was looking at, um, the number five one on my list, which is The Conjuring. I found that interesting too. I, I didn't hear anything
1: about The Conjuring until I started pulling this stuff
0: up. Yeah. So yeah, it's based on the true findings by Ed and Lorraine Warren. The film had its fair share of paranormal incidents from Strange Claw Marks on star Vera Farmiga's computer.
1: Dude, from what I read, it's not just her computer, but all around the set.
0: Yeah, all around the set, there were these claw marks everywhere. Um, James Wan, um, I guess his dog was growling at Invisible Intruders. Wow. Um. A strange wind that apparently put Carolyn Perrone in the hospital. That's the person the movie's based on. Yes. Um, She was on set to a fire, a fire birthing itself in the cold winter and caught the actors and crew. Huh fire birthing itself in the cold winter. So I guess this fire just miraculously happened. Okay. That's crazy. Okay. Um yeah, just some really some really crazy stuff on the set of the conjuring. Uh, and I just I mean you know, I'm I'm going I'm going through this and there's mostly mostly horror movies come up. Uh well
1: yeah of course. Right. Well a lot of these like the horror movies that we were talking about are most of them are based on actual events that occurred? If you think about it, because I'm yeah. seeing a lot, and if it was interesting, I'm seeing a lot about The Conjuring and Annabelle in, in this, in, in what I'm seeing. And then, I mean, these, these were all based off of these movies were all based off events that actually happened.
2: Mm hmm.
1: Um you have a few like The Omen, uh Rosemary's Baby, uh that and, and Poltergeist where you can There they were just movies at the time. Um but strange occurrences and phenomenon happening not just offset but off, offset to where that's why they end up on this list and i don't know this this is interesting i think we're on the same fucking goddamn website again i, th- I think <laughs> we are too like
0: the omen uh, that- the omen yeah the omen the omen is number 2 on this list that i have is it number 2 on your list as yeah, well yeah number 2 on the list Okay so yeah We're we're on the same site
1: I think again. we're on the same site uh, Cinemaholic I think we're on Cinem-
0: Cinemaholic too. Cinemaholic yeah <laughs> I, mean, I thought you said Selma Hayek And I'm like Selma Hayek Selma Hayek She's not in all of these movies <laughs> I don't know she can, she can haunt me anytime But that's not <laughs> I'm out it was
1: widely believed and accepted at the time of its re- release that the true incidents are planning to recant themselves if the movie is shot. And guess Wait, what, what it did. Star Peck and was were aboard planes struck by lightning while producer Harvey Bernhardt was almost struck by lightning in Rome. Several people linked to the film were involved in a car crash, including the including director. the director. Yeah. During filming, Donner's hotel was bombed by the IRA. Peck almost boarded a flight during a trip to Israel, one of the locations during the shoot. That crash that crashed and killed everyone. Several animal handlers were attacked and injured. Peck's son, Jonathan Peck, committed suicide several months before filming began. Following the production, special effects director John Richardson and his his assistant, Liz Moore, were involved with a serious car accident that decapitated Moore. Holy shit. Uh... Sorry, Uh, the gruesome scent, which happened on Friday the 13th, 1906, mirrors on the omen's most violent scenes, also decapitation. That's, dude, that's the omen. Dude, I love this movie, by the way. But how how did they keep filming this? Right?
0: I mean, a lot of these things were happening while they're filming. Yeah, I mean nowadays, someone gets a cold and they stop filming.
1: Nowadays, someone catches a cold, they blame it on COVID, and they're fucking stuck in their house for fucking four weeks. Uh. Yeah, or or you're Tom Cruise and you don't
0: release Maverick for a year. Oh now. my
1: god, fucking Maverick!
0: <laughs> god damn you, Tom Cruise! God damn you, Tom Cruise! Um, then there's a uh, Amityville Horror. I mean, one of our one of our favorite spots to talk about is the Amityville house. Uh, And it says that the case that really blossomed the Warrens into global fame has twisted roots to the story. The brutal murders and impassioned crimes made for a horrifying read with the star James Brolin leaping out of his chair while reading the script. When suddenly a pair of jeans fell off a hanger. Another incident had the two gasping for air after a lamp insubordinately fell off and nearly choked the two actors while filming a scene. Oh, Jesus. Wow. And again, they just kept on doing it. They just kept on filming the movie. It was like, let's go. Not just keep on doing the movie, but urge
1: them to keep doing the movie. (laughs) They're like...
0: yeah um, let's yeah, keep going yeah, that's that's yeah. that's peculiar but let's let's keep going you
1: know this shit is happening for real. We really gotta knuckle down and get this shit done. <laughs> They're like urge them to f- keep filming everything that was going on i thought i thought was interesting is the fire on the exorcist
0: yeah i was I was definitely Wanting to save that for last. Okay, I want to I mean, talk it's about number, it. Yet. It's it's number one on the list, but yeah. no, we can talk about it. It's no, totally. Oh,
1: no, I don't, we can keep going. I mean, we don't have to talk about. It. Uh, I mean, it's just. We, um, we can because keep going. well, we talked about the Conjuring already, huh?
0: We talked about the Conjuring, and I think you touched on NML, but did we talk about what? We're, what I don't was
1: think what, ha- what I about? didn't say what happened, but you have the extra sim of. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The, exorc- it, the, uh, exorcism the Exorcism of Emily Rose, of Emily yeah.
1: Rose, um, yeah.
0: Which I got to say, Jennifer Carpenter, that was her best, her best work. She was, it was a she movie. was freaking scary.
1: Really great movie, great
0: role for Jennifer Carpenter. She did a really good job. Um, yeah, I I remember there they were talking about that that one scene. Where she's she's in the barn or something in the the barn. she does that oh my God. she does that she does that face like oh, a, ah, right Jesus that there's no CGI that's all no, her that is
1: her and that is, that is her and she phenomenal. did that and she
0: scared the shit out of the director
1: Dude, I, and it, that movie was so good so I saw the movie and the next day so I rented the movie I should say huh. I rented the movie watched the movie it's dark definitely um, it was of course late at night when we watched it because that's how we watch horror movies in my house. Um, next day, I got up and went to the store and bought the movie. I love the Exorcism of Emily Rose. Great movie,
0: such such a good movie because you get you get a great horror thriller supernatural element, and then it's kind of a courtroom drama at the same time. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah.
1: It's like I love CSI it. met the Exorcism or not CSI uh what what's the one with uh uh Law and Order met the Exorcism. Yeah. <laughs> that that that's this movie. It's yeah. such a good movie. If if nobody's I know it came out in 2005. But if nobody has seen this movie yet, go watch the Exorcism of Emily Rose. It is so worth the watch.
0: And so, yeah, but, he, but during the movie, they said, um... Radios during the, came on, all, on by themselves. Yeah, so radio came on by itself during the failed exorcism scene. They also had eerie touches and silhouettes following her around. Yeah, during Jennifer the filming Carpenter. The possessions. Yeah. Um... The director Direct of photography re- reported certain incidents of the imagery unusually blurring and deforming.
1: inkling the lens. Yeah, <laughs> but,
0: yeah. Well, as, but, you know, he was already saying, you know, I, I checked the lens. It wasn't yeah, dirty, but Yeah, but yeah. But you get the blurring and deforming, like, and it says, like, if you're possessed by a demonic spirit or if there's something... MB something in the foreground yeah, that's it's, making it's the trading. background blurry so yeah. if there's something else that the camera is trying to focus on then yeah. then you'll get that that yeah, out of focus section. blurry yeah. thing
1: it happens and it happens a lot on my phone in my house so i understand exactly what they're talking about mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, where shit it's like it's trying to focus on something that's in front of the camera that you don't see but everything else behind it is blurry because it's trying to focus on the thing that you can't see with your eye yeah I, I understand that one. <laughs> but that The fact that they saw shadow figures following Jennifer Carpenter around bugs the hell out of me. I mean, that's non-human entities following her around while they're doing a depiction of a, tr- a true story. Yeah. Of what happened. And if you guys don't believe me, you can look up the court case for Emily Rose versus whatever fucking church that was for The Preacher. It's it's a true, true story. Did they exaggerate it for the movie? Absolutely, because it's a fucking movie. Of course. But, tr- again, another true story.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, just like, you know, the whole... The whole Conjuring universe pretty much is somewhere based in fact.
1: Yeah, because it's the Conjuring universe, uh, Annabelle, the Conjuring, whatever you want to call that universe. Uh, yeah, like it, they, I it think Con- they call it the Conjuring universe, it, but yeah, it's Annabelle, Ed, and Lorraine Warren universe is what they should yeah. call
0: it. They should, yeah, they should call it the Warrens, but yeah, they call it the Conjuring universe. Um, but yeah, it's kind of it kind of makes you wonder like you know we always talk about how if we talk about something it makes it stronger
1: Leave me alone. yes yeah yeah giving it power
0: um, you were giving it power
1: so you're you're that, making this movie about it to give it all kinds of power because millions of people are gonna fucking fucking watch it
0: yep um no, I'm not leaving her. here. I You're live here. Just
1: chatty, have you redone your fucking barrier? Yeah, I
0: did. I did it. I did it a week ago. Wow. And I meant to I meant to talk about that too because I'm it's like dude, not just my like, barrier spill is not holding anymore.
1: Dude, not just that. You don't have no stutter. No. Something's going on.
0: Besides the fact it's a new phone.
1: But my phone don't didn't never did that.
0: No, well, but my you know old phone mean? did. But when when I switched to the new phone, it doesn't stutter anymore. I I not, <laughs> no not stutter. I don't, so, I don't in, know. So let's talk about the the one movie that's not a horror movie on this list. Oh, Passion and, of and, and that the is Christ. The pa- Passion of the Christ in 2004. This, one, this one's really interesting, and I'm just going to read it. <clears throat> um, Technically not a horror movie, but when you consider all the blood and violence in the film, it can so easily be classified as horror. It is an old adage that lightning never strikes twice. Tell that to Jan Michelini, assistant director on set. Who set an unprecedented record of doing an af- the aforementioned while shooting? So uh, apparently being Jesus isn't enough. Jim Caviezel had a piece of flesh ripped out by a fake lash during a scene.
1: Dude, I, that so when
0: he was whipped?
1: Now, did like was he wearing the fake lash or did like a fake? Uh, oh my God, a fake no, like, lash he, when he was
0: when he was whipped?
1: Oh, a lash, oh, a lash.
0: OK, so you so he was when because there was that one scene where he was whipped. Right. Because he's Jesus. So he, yeah. he was whipped yeah, 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 by one of these fake lashes, a piece of flesh was ripped off his body.
1: Which these don't hit the body.
0: No, these are so they are supposed to be fake. They're not lash. supposed to actually. How did how did he lose a piece of flesh from a lash that never actually hit him?
1: Yeah, they're not. They're not close enough to hit the person.
0: So it also says vague, vague, incidents compounded as the shooting went on, as he dislocated his shoulder while carrying the wooden cross. That's just poor. And <laughs> yeah, and that's just like that's a heavy fucking death. yeah. That's and just literal, a fucking literally, literally had smoke emanating from his ears after getting struck by lightning. So Jim Cavizel was struck by lightning <sighs> on that. He also suffered pneumonia and had regular bouts with scathing headaches and dystopian visions. So the guy had visions, pneumonia, struck by lightning, and dislocated a, shoulder,
1: and, a fucking chunk of and lost a piece figure. of flesh,
0: all, you know, trying to play Jesus. I know, and I've, I've been struck by lightning or close to it, That's, that's some shit. (laughs)
1: That, that's interesting to me. Like, I'm not like, you know, Christianity, worshiper person, but again, if I believe in one God, I believe in all the gods. And so I, I, I believe in God. I just also believe in all the other gods. Um. (laughs) That's interesting that something like this would happen on set. It's it's like, it's like, okay, you want to depict a film f- for, you know, Jesus, my my son, who I don't believe is God's son, by the way. Um, I think he was a good man that went out and helped people, but I don't believe he was the son of God. But, uh, but if you're going to, de- to lose flesh, I, 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 he's carrying a fucking big ass cross. I could see that. I could being, see the dislocated I, I can, I can debunk that easily. Yeah, I can't debunk a guy that's standing two feet away or two feet further away from actually hitting you with a fucking whip to actually hit you to take. The flesh off your body. Mm-hmm. I can't debunk that. If a if the guy is two feet further away, which is about the standard for for whip people, to yeah, because you don't have to be really close. To, if people know cinematography, you don't have to be really close to show the whip lashing and and get that pop and all that good stuff without actually. It's about a two foot distance
3: from yeah.
1: what they're standing, but being that far away and still have flesh ripped apart off your body without being hit with the actual Mm -hmm. whip and the getting struck by lightning and smoke coming out your fucking ears. (laughs) You can call it bad luck, but this all happened to one guy, (laughs) one guy who was
0: trying to be Jesus. Um, yeah, that's just, that's crazy.
1: That that's, that's an interesting tale that I, and, and to find, yeah. have it f- be on, you know, most haunted or cursed sets and it'd be what? Number seven on the list? It was
0: number seven on the list, yeah.
1: That's that's interesting.
0: What, uh, what's number eight? Number eight was Annabelle. Annabelle. Yeah. And it was... um, It was... Screen. <laughs> old, yeah, screen. It's not that old, but um, on, the, on, on set incidents, which included chairs moving about and plates flying off racks, buzz the movie with enough to preclude horror. Um, the director explains the first incident was when we were prepping. We went into the apartment where we were shooting and the transient window above the living room above the living room window, it was a full moon and there were three fingers drawn into the dust along the window.
1: And the demon in the forest in the movie so, has three fingers and three talons.
0: Yeah. And see, it's, it's also a, a a mockery of the Holy Trinity. Yeah. But... I have a
1: picture. So here. you have
0: the living room window and then there's a window above it. Yeah. And that's where the, the three fingers were in the dust. Like anybody would be up there, like marking shit. Yeah,
1: especially if it was on the outside or
0: anything like that. But yeah, so so that was interesting. I mean, that's that's a little.
1: I, I don't like know. The... How do you
0: feel about that one? I I I feel. I think I I'm more I'm more the chairs moving about, plates flying off, things like that. That messes I'm more me. interested in that in those. I'm sorry if it's disrespectful, but those those are the ones that intrigue me more than the three-finger marks. I would love to see that, but it, and it says they have a picture of it, but I'm not
1: seeing any pictures associated with that. I don't know why there wouldn't be, but he has no pictures of that. Oh, possession. That's... Number nine on the list is the possession, and I love that movie. A friend, yeah, I'm a friend. Uh, I love the movie The Possession. I don't know how you feel about the movie Possession, but oh, I sure. love I really the
0: possession. Love I I absolutely love the possession. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not finding the pictures of the the marks on the window. It's not.
1: So again, another Patient. one of those movies. Okay, I'll be patient. I guess, Another one of those I guess movies. we're supposed to be patient. Yeah, we gotta be patient. Another one of those movies that deals with uh, vestigial traditions. The movie turned out to out to uninteresting, to say the least. Huh? That, I don't, did I say some,
0: that? I think some of the grammar in the yeah. in this website is suspect. But the events that like, took
1: place what? on the set sure made for an interesting read. The Best. focus lights on set. What year is it? With... No plausible forces. Lights on set. Oh shit! I just the focus lights on set cracked. The focus lights on set cracked with no plausible explanation. And chilly breezes wafted through
2: closed Closed sets. sets.
1: It only seemed to happen when integral scenes were in the process of being filmed. The creepiest, though, by far, was the reducing of the storage facility to ashes. All the films' props, including real life Dibbuk Dibbuk. Dibbuk. that That is not dibuk box. Dibbuk. There's too That's many. That's Hebrew. Dibbuk. It, it, it's it, it's Hebrew, but it's Dibbuk boxes. It's Dibbuk. Caught on fire and were completely obliterated. So all these boxes that they used for that movie.
0: So all the prop Dibbuk boxes. Just poof were in Were destroyed. Yeah
1: that's a little freaky uh it almost seems i don't i don't know what else was in there in the storage units unless that's all that was in there in those storage units
0: it says all the film's props but you know most of the props were probably the divic boxes and you know costumes and yeah some costumes whatever sh- shit yeah. like that
1: burning to ash that that that's an interesting one. I I'm kind of a toss up between this one. Is like was it paranormal or did shit just catch on fire? I but how did the shit catch on fire? See that that's yeah I did. don't know.
0: I I again I like the focus lights cracking. That's an interesting one. Chilly breezes on yeah. on a, a close set, but I can't. Not suspect that the the whole props catching fire and stuff that that wasn't um, paranormal
1: or that just was I don't know if that was paranormal or not that just happened.
0: and and kind of I kind of want to go back to The Exorcist getting, with that
1: we're getting
0: there <laughs> we're getting there but <laughs> I I, there. I will go back to The Exorcist because that's that's an instance where there was a fire and I'm I'm hard pressed to debunk that. Because of what happened with that fire. Yeah. Um so this one is like, oh, the prop thing caught on fire, the Dibb- Okay. Now if it were just the divot Dibb- boxes that got destroyed, then I'd be suspect. I'd yes. be like, okay, that seems paranormal. But if the whole prop house gets destroyed yeah, and the divot Dibb- boxes were just there, that like could be
1: a coincidence. A coincidence that those that that was the same storage unit that those were in. Yeah. So um, Rosemary, Rosemary's Baby. Besides the Exodus, is one of the last ones uh, that I have on my list.
0: And this, this also seems more like like the movie was cursed as opposed to yeah. So the the events
1: that transpired after the wrap of the film are shocking. Composer, oh, you only say that. Christ- Christoph, Christoph Komeda, Komeda died of a blood clot a year after the film, same way a character had died in it. What was in more petrifying was Polanski's wife, Sharon Tate, being slain slain, slain slain, slain, along with four others by a cult stabbed 100 times with the words pigs written on the wall in blood. Now, that goes back to Helter I, Skelter.
0: That, yeah, that's that's Helter Skelter. Yeah. And Sharon Tate, if you watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood... Yeah, that, that's uh, Sharon um, Tate. That's Sharon Tate, and that um, actually proposes like an alternate ending to the Helter Skelter murders with yeah. Once Upon uh, a Time in Hollywood, but... Um. Yeah, Sharon Tate was killed by Charles Manson's group. Yes, by Charles Manson's group. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, so, the only thing... I, I'm like, okay, Christoph Kamita died of a blood clot. That's not a big thing, but it's the same way a character died in the movie. Okay, that seems an interesting coincidence. Uh, that's an interesting coincidence. Um,
1: The Helter Skelter... I love the Helter Skelter... Uh, aspect to what happened with Sh- Sharon Tate and everything um, but that was supposed to be the fact that uh, the producer that was supposed to be living there but was running out the house to Sharon Tate uh, denied Charles Manson his movie and so mm-hmm. therefore he ki- he decided to send everybody over there to kill him and they killed Sharon Tate instead uh, <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. There, there's, there's some coincidences there, but eh, I'm a little iffy on this one.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's a couple deaths and yeah, no, one blood clot. Was oddly coincidental.
1: Blood, you just could have been sitting in the car for too long, you know, on a long drive. You never know.
0: Yeah. With blood it's, clots. it's, it's odd. That it happened in the movie too, but is it paranormal? I don't know. Yeah, is I, I, Sharon Tate's death paranormal? I don't think so. No, I. I do was think is, I don't it, know, so. you know was the curse of Rosemary's Baby the cause of Charles Manson going? No, I don't think. I don't think the two correlate.
1: No, I. I, I... Well, it is number ten on the list, so I can understand why that'd be less, but Yeah. But the main one, it, as much as I'm a big fan of the Poltergeist being the probably the most haunted set out there though, is actually the set of The Exorcist. The Exorcist.
0: That I mean that's my favorite horror movie of all time.
1: Yeah, well, yes. Yes. And if it's not um, your favorite, and I'm just gonna say, listeners out there, if this is not your favorite horror movie of all time, go watch it again. Uh, <laughs>
0: and, and some, you know, some people, some people find that dated because I mean it was 1973. Yeah, but I mean you, this... you you have to consider and when when we do our horror movie lowdown, this movie is gonna come up. <laughs> yeah, because I mean this movie there's well
1: to me. Elm Street, Nightmare on Elm Street will always be my number one horror movie ever. Ever. Um Yeah I I totally is, get that. It's my number four. This this is my number two though.
2: Right.
1: But you gotta think this movie is four years older than I am. Yeah. Ninety I,
0: 73.
1: 73. Yeah. I, yes. I was born in seventy seven. This is done in seventy three.
0: Yeah. Now I was I was born in seventy but I didn't watch this movie until seventy six.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I I sense. watched
0: this movie the same year I watched Caused. Jaws.
1: Yeah, yeah. The and Jaws was done the year before I was born. Yeah. Am yeah, I dead? Yes, I'm pretty sure you're dead. Star Wars came out the year I was born. Yep. Same. And that summer, was my too. first
0: drive-in. That was my first drive-in movie. Was Star Wars.
1: Yeah. First. Uh, uh, the month before I was born, it came out May, right? If I remember right, May yeah. of of seventy seven. So it's May of seventy seven, like a month older than I am. Star Wars, yeah. But so
0: this... yeah, so yeah, it says yeah, it says here the best safe for last, quite possibly the scariest horror film ever made. Also warranted the scariest off scene off screen incidents. A part of the sets for the actress went up in flames um and basically there were two sets so there was one set which was the house yep and then there was one set which was the bedroom just Reagan's bedroom yes and the and the fire and they were right next to each other yes. the fire destroyed the house set but Reagan's bedroom remained yeah so and it wasn't even touched and that's where i'm like okay that seemed that might be a little paranormal that's me. a little freaky yeah I can see how
1: how you, you differentiate between the one we are talking about before to this one.
0: Yeah. And they said that the cast and crew were so freaked out by the incident, they called a real pastor to genuinely exercise the house. Yep. The set. Yes. Also, the actors playing Burt Dennings and Mrs. Karras died right before the release of the film. Eight deaths are also associated with the production with many blaming the filming for, you know, for the cause of the death. Wow. Um, And then finally, a cross hung on the wall was displaced by a lightning bolt in a 16th century church opposite where the movie was shot.
1: Wow. That's interesting. I didn't know about that.
2: That's
0: so I can I can kind of see why this is number one. Um, and, it, and you know I knew about the fire, but I didn't know about this other stuff.
1: No. Why
0: so that was that this? was really that was really fascinating, and it's still my favorite movie of all time. You know, it's like it's like linguica. I don't care what's in it. I just I love the damn thing. It not. Uh. Not linguine is so good, but don't tell me. Don't tell me how it's made. I know how it's made. I know what's in it. Asking what's in chorizo. It's (laughs) like yeah, chorizo. I mean, any type of sausage or hot dog. They were like, they did that. They did a video where they cut like a sliver off a hot dog. Oh, and they and they showed it under a microscope. Oh yeah, and there's like organisms and shit in it. And I'm like, I know that. I don't care. I see you might as well do the same thing with tomato sauce. You know, tomato sauce has an acceptable number of insect limbs that are allowed.
1: <laughs> yes. There's a, a, a acceptable it's, amount of bug uh, it's parts. Not, it's not
0: zero, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. You zero can have insect limbs number. in your tomato sauce.
1: Guess what? Still going on my goddamn hot dog.
0: <laughs> still going on my spaghetti. <laughs> I'm still eating a damn hot dog.
1: Still going on my burger.
0: Still going on my (laughs) burger. I'm going to cook the shit out of that hot dog, but I am eating that hot dog. I don't give a shit uh, if there's, don't, don't tell me, oh my God, do you you know what's in that? Yes, I know what's in it. I don't care. Don't tell me what's in it. I'm going to eat it anyway. Do
1: you think I don't have the internet? Of course I know what's in it.
0: (laughs) Of course I know what's in it. And if I wanted to know what's in it, then I wouldn't want to eat it. Yes. Don't tell me what, I want to eat a hot dog. Don't tell me what's in it. I want to eat my bologna. It has a first name.
1: It's B O L O G N A I. <laughs> a. I
0: have no idea <laughs> where the fucking I came
1: from. I. N A. Sorry, leave me alone.
0: <laughs> B-O-L-O-G-N-A.
1: All day drinking. <laughs> my, all
0: day drinking. My bologna has a first name. It's, fuck you, I want to eat that bologna.
1: It's Bologna. It's Bologna. It's not Bologna. It's Bologna.
0: It's Bologna. <laughs> but I, I it's it, it's interesting, I, and I think there's tons more. Like I said, I have a documentary about a You're director that filmed to share the movie. That to me. Huh?
1: You're supposed to share that to me. Was I was supposed to
0: share that up? with you. I had, to, I have to fucking get to it.
1: Though I can watch that and see what that's about.
0: Yeah, I know it's, I know it's with the that first that pilot episode of Ghost Adventures that I have. I'm pretty sure it's on that. It's in that same case. So I gotta see if I can find it. But yeah, I meant to do that, but it didn't happen because I gotta I gotta get to it. I gotta hunt for it. Um, but I it's it's so cool because it's like dude stopped filming his movie because shit was happening on set.
1: Yeah. You're telling me
0: so, about that. So he, so he brings in a documentary crew to film the stuff going on on set
2: while
1: he's, while they, fi- while he's finishing
0: the movie. And then he shows that as a separate – the documentary is pretty cool. You can see, like – like I said, you can see, like, a figure come up to the window, and you can see, like, stuff happening in the in the place they were in, like oh, some God, kind of a abandoned hospital or something. I see that. Yeah.
1: You know it's, it's Vista, pretty, yeah, I mean, speaking of hospitals, sorry – but you know Linda Vista was actually used in a movie? hmm I didn't realize that.
0: I couldn't tell you which movie, but I House, remember... House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I remember seeing the outside of the place, and I go, hey, that's Linda Vista.
2: Yeah. <gasps> House of a Thousand Corpses. It, uh, I, can,
0: I can probably tell you... I, I know I've seen it at least twice in TV series. Right. Like, just know. where you see the outside yeah. of the place. No, they
1: just Like, they were inside the place.
0: Yeah. I was like, that's but I mean,
1: I'd love to talk to Rob Zombie
0: about that experience. Yeah, I'd just love to talk to Rob Zombie. Well,
1: but... yeah. I, I mean, I've gotten to talk to Rob Zombie, but that was all music. Not nothing paranormal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's what happens when you get to work shows. So. <laughs> um, yeah. But, no, I don't know. What do you think about the haunted movie sets? Do you think that the movies themselves can curse the set, or do you think it's just all mumbo jumbo? I, what, how do you feel about that?
0: Well, it's interesting you ask that question, and I think it's kind of a. I I don't necessarily think it's mumbo jumbo. I do think. That if you tell the story about something, and especially if these horror movies are based on a true story, yeah, and you're telling the story, yeah, you're giving it power, yes, and you're giving it the ability to manifest. Yes, and we've talked about that before. Yeah, so I think I think absolutely, like especially with Exorcist and Amityville and the, and the Omen and, and those kind of movies,
1: and Conjuring, all, yeah.
0: Because those are those are there's are some basis in fact, exorcism of Emily Rose. That that's a that was a freaky one with the shadow figure following oh, around yeah, and stuff. That I I, is, I I'm very intrigued about. I that. I firmly believe that's the number one out of that list. Yeah, I mean I still, of that fact, exorcist fact. is still number one. But yeah, the the exorcism of Emily Rose because that's the only one that really support really. Reports shadow figures and stuff. Yeah, and that you know how I. Feel. That's, that's the s- that's the one that's the one that's got me the most concerned. Yes,
1: which is why I would put it at number one for me. But yeah,
0: no, I sure you know with our with our extra danger factor. Yeah, that would that would be the ten.
1: Yeah. Right. I, yeah.
0: You got. I what still volume? I still think The Exorcist would be more haunted, but I think Exorcism of Emily Rose is more dangerous because of the. The shadow figure.
1: Oh, that was a good one.
0: Thank you. <laughs> I tried to mute myself, but that was coming out in mid sentence.
1: So. Uh, yeah. No extras. Okay. I I'm all right. I yeah. I can. I could.
0: I. God. <laughs> you, you're picking up what I'm putting down.
1: I could agree with you on that. <laughs> <laughs> Let
0: me speak slower so my words don't jumble up. Uh. Um. But yeah, I, I mean, I was uh, originally I was like, ah, we probably couldn't score these things. I mean, but there are there are certain things that we could go, yeah, okay. So there there's some residual there, and okay, there's some intelligence stuff there. Yeah, yeah,
1: Uh, okay. So so I I wouldn't say re I wouldn't say score them. No, but renumber
2: them, maybe.
1: But
0: ranking them, yeah, I I would re rank them. Yeah, I would. I would definitely. Rosemary's Baby is still at the bottom. I think is number ten. Um, okay. I would definitely. I think.
1: I still think put the Omen as one. I think the Omen has You, it. Think,
0: you think the Omen is one? I think I'm really.
1: Uh, I'm not, still not the Omen. I'm sorry. Uh, the haunting. Of Rosemary, uh,
0: of, of <laughs> the, God the exorcism of Emily Rose, the, the
1: exorcism of Emily Rose, not
0: oh my the, God. the the Amityville haunting of Rosemary's Baby, no, the the exorcist <laughs> of Emily Watson, no, um, cursed, <laughs> uh, but no, I'm I'm more exorcist. I think it should be number one, and I would put uh, Emily Rose at number two, for me.
1: I think it's just that danger level of the exorcism of Emily Rose yeah. I think is why I put it at number one instead of number two. yeah, I
0: just think there were more things that happened with the exorcist i think don't haunted wise i yeah
1: okay i can see i that. think
0: the fact if i'm if I'm, I'm looking if I'm looking at it at the the danger level is only like that one bonus category yeah i I don't think it's enough to pass what the exorcist has. Um, and I'm you know, I'm kinda like the omen is not
1: I I have to honestly, I'm tempted to put Amityville at number one just for the simple fact that like the Amityville Amityville's been following us around for almost two years now.
0: Yeah, I'm kinda wondering about the Amityville oh, itself. And I and... forgot
1: to tell you. What what did you write the first time? David sucks cocks? What? <laughs> Hold on. I'm getting memos. Ask David how the cocksuckers anonymous is going. <laughs> I, I said I was gonna tell you on the next show and I forgot until he just came in. <laughs> the porno version is better. <laughs> so i get handed a piece of paper i don't know what the fuck james is talking about he said he said he said the exorcism of emily rose it hands me a piece of paper and it says the porno version is better
0: of the exorcism of emily rose
2: Oh my god! Oh, Monty. <laughs>
1: yeah, I totally forgot he wrote something to ask you. <laughs> I was like, "I'll, I'll tell you in the not PG show, <laughs> the PG thirteen show, because I say fuck a lot." Uh, <laughs> uh but no. Uh, shit. What was I say? Um, I, it's it's strange to me that every goddamn topic that we talk about, Amityville comes up, and so it makes me want to throw that at number one. <laughs> Just from personal perspective, for the last year and a half, two years. So, uh.
0: <laughs> yeah, I you know I I halfway wonder because, I mean, we've talked about. The Amityville House what five times now?
1: Two, one, two, three, four yeah, at least.
0: At least five times. I mean, other shows we've mentioned it. Yeah. But you know and it would have been it would have been really funny if Brett Wagner would have been in some sort of Amityville movie. I would have been oh like, dude, God. that just but it makes it makes me wonder if something's calling us
1: it has that feeling to it, right? Right. And and that's why I'm like I'm tempted to throw that as number 1 just from our personal perspective.
0: Yeah. I I think I'll put it at number 3 just number because three. of
1: that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That that was going to be my number 3. Um yeah. I think we swap 1s and 2s, but that's fine too.
0: Yeah, that's fine. We we did that with our mediums and
1: yeah oh yeah oh god that was an awesome episode fuck those guys oh, fuck those guys. <laughs> fuck that guy <laughs> fuck, <those. laughs> fuck that guy
0: i know and i i'm actually i think i'm going to put passion of the christ at 4
1: i think 4 is a good spot that that has a lot because to, of all uh... the stuff that
0: just happened to him
1: yeah and
0: then uh, and then i'm like you know the conjuring annabelle possession you know possession's probably yeah, way down. I think Possession and um, Rosemary's Baby probably belong at 9 or 10. But I think... Yeah, maybe. I think Annabelle and The Conjuring... So yeah. Do you think it goes I'm, Annabelle and Conjuring? Think, I think I'd... Or Conjuring no, I'd, I'm Annabelle. still... You know, Poltergeist needs to be up there. I so think, I think Polter- Poltergeist
1: is, is the number four, right? Wait. No, we just said... Passion of the we, Christ. Number, we just have Passion five. of the Christ. I think no. I think so I think I think we have that I wrong. Polter, I think Poltergeist. I think should be four and, and Passion of the, of the Christ should be five. five. Yeah, yeah. i so I think we have that backwards. I think Poltergeist. Yeah. What? Wait. What was three? <laughs> three
0: was Amityville. Amityville. Yes. Okay. So we have yeah. one one More. exorcist. Two ex- well, you have one, extras of Emily Rose. I have two, Exorcism, Emily Rose. And they're both Exorcist movies, so it's okay.
1: <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> one and two are so, Exorcist and then, movies. And then we have, then Amity we have Bill 3, Amityville 3. And then Poltergeist. And then Poltergeist. And then Passion and of the and Christ. And then Passion of the Christ. And then yeah, probably and then the maybe, Conjuring? And
0: then, and then, yeah, and then I'm thinking Conjuring and Annabelle. And then Annabelle. That's five and, and six. Five and six. And then Omen. Omen seven. Omen seven. Eight would be... Rose, uh, uh, Rosemary. No, Rosemary Baby's Baby, still ten. Still ten. Eight. Wait, eight would be... Guess, Omen seven. Amityville, Poltergeist, Conjuring, Emily Rose, Passion of the Christ. We talked Antigal, about ten of them, right? Possession, Rosemary Bear. Okay. Wait, so Yeah, so Poltergeist uh, is four.
1: Okay. Exorcist Passion of the
0: Crisis, is five.
1: Exorcist.
0: <laughs> Ex- <laughs> exorcist, exorcist. Uh <laughs> I gotta I gotta fucking I gotta fucking start writing these down because I'm like exorcist, exorcist. I'm losing I'm losing so, Amityville. I'm, Amity Exorcist Rose Poltergeist
1: Amityville. Passion of the Christ. Don't tell me to be quiet. Conjuring.
0: Um, Annabelle. Amityville.
1: One, two, three, four, five, six, seven.
0: Poltergeist.
1: Yeah. Passion of the Christ. Passion of the Christ. Conjuring. Conjuring. Annabelle. Annabelle. And we need three more. And then Omen. Oh, oh, okay, Omen.
0: Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, that's six, eight. seven, eight. Yeah. And then possession. possession. And then possession. oh um, possession. and then Rosemary's
1: baby. Oh, I forgot about possession.
0: Yeah. There it is.
1: Done. That that's it right there.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: I I I, I know our exorcists are swapped. I th- I think they could go either way for one or two. I think
0: they could go either way for one or two reasons, either if we go most dangerous or most haunted. Emily Rose for sure, most haunted, exorcist.
1: Exorcist, yes, yeah. And then, but Amityville, then, because it's just a creepy fucking coincidence again.
0: Yeah, it just keeps Emily this, will just keep and springing the f- up. The fact that they brought in an actual priest
1: to that place to. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, well, they did, did. They did that for The Exorcist. Oh, they brought the in an actual yeah. priest. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Oh. you know, Amityville. Is I Amityville. mean, and, but if you look at it like Amityville, um, Conjuring, and Annabelle are all connected to Adam Lorraine Warren. Yeah. Yeah. As, I don't know. Maybe it's an
1: editor Lorraine Warren, Ed Ed and Lorraine Warren thing. I don't. I don't know. It's something's going on there that yeah. keeps bringing us back to
0: that. Yeah. I well, it, we keep <clears throat> coming back to the Amityville house. Yeah. And I don't know. There's
1: something there. It's like it's a. Some, I'm, yeah,
0: it, I don't know. Something else is something's really. It so, makes me want to go there, yeah. and. I'm I'm fine.
1: And I heard How are you, first...
0: devil? Mine said, How are you, devil? How are you, you devil? How are you, devil?
2: Devil. Ugh.
0: So yeah, it said, How are you, devil, angry and up? was my my uh my last sequence of stuff. But yeah, I've no I'm I'm having some issues with my barrier spell.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Um because not only is and I think I think part of it is I can't get to the other. I can't get to one of the stones, mm. and I'm I need to be at all four stones. Oh. And one of them is just like overgrown with poison oak, so I can't get to it. <laughs> um, I wonder and why, I don't know Dave. That, I wonder. I don't why. know. I, I don't know if that's a coincidence or if that's something. Interesting.
1: I wonder why.
0: But yeah, there's just poison oak growing all around this rock, and I'm oh, like, dude, God. I can't, I can't get to it, um, to do the spell. So I actually have to kill the poison oak and, um, and then I can pull it out, and then I can do the barrier spell. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it full on with tarot cards. The whole shebang here in the next couple of weeks, oh, and nice. see if I can see what happens with see if I see if I can get it to close the door. <clears throat>
1: as long as it's not raining, you can kill that shit real quick.
0: Yeah. As long as it's wanting water, I can I can kill it pretty well. Um Oh shit. So, anyway, great. that's that's kind yeah, of our yeah, show, bro. That's
1: our show, man. That that I mean, simple, easy, great interview with Brett. Um a big huge squirrel moment in the middle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, I the, we didn't get to spend too much time talking about the the haunted movie sets, but it wasn't.
1: There's not a lot of talk about there's on n- those. Which we be yeah, there's not about a lot already.
0: of super duper history about it. I mean, we could probably find more. I mean i i had a I had a YouTube video that I was gonna like bring up that was like ten minutes long, but where they talk about stuff, and that was pretty cool. Huh. But eh. eh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> eh. But next week
0: on next week we are going to talk about our nation's not capital
1: on Wednesday.
0: <laughs> not, on, not on Wednesday. Not
1: on Wednesday. Um,
0: not on April Foolish Day. Yeah. But on okay, wait. So
1: we're going into May, right? Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. Do you do you want to? You don't want to go this Saturday, right? You want to no, no. go we'll, next Saturday. Yeah,
1: well next Saturday we will be back. Seven o'clock normal time.
0: I like I like going back. So Saturday will be the seventh.
1: Seventh of May, yeah.
0: Seventh of May. And I'll I'll redo the schedule. Um so the seventh of May we'll be back and we'll talk about Washington,
1: Washington D.C. D. C. I'm 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 intrigued about this place. I, one I'm interested because I didn't even think about this place as a haunted city, but but I, I mean yeah, come
0: yeah.
1: on. It makes I sense. I, I mean, the yeah, it area, makes a lot of sense. You know, a lot of death happened occurred in that area throughout multiple you know wars and all that great stuff. But uh, that's gonna be interesting. So May seventh, seven o'clock. We will be back. Uh, we are going back to Saturdays because... Yep. Uh, my seven, 7 o'clock
0: Sunday. Mountain, 6 o'clock 6 Pacific. o'clock
1: Pacific. Yep. 8 Eastern, or wait a minute, 9 Eastern. 9 <laughs> Eastern. <laughs> so, we will be back at that time on Saturdays because I'm changing my schedule. Um, I'm going I'm to enjoy that one. And, if, for those of you are not aware, um... Dave also has a YouTube page for movies that he rates and reviews and all that great stuff. And I am gen- I am awesome enough to be uh, allowed to be a co-host on that show. You're uh, totally awesome. <laughs> uh, called the 4K Lowdown. That is on Wednesday nights. Mm-hmm. And are we hey, are we going to put that to seven o'clock too? I think we're yeah I'm we're going to
0: go seven Mountain
1: six Pacific. Mount, uh, 9 Eastern on that one as well, but that'll be a uh, normal day like today, Uh, but uh, on Wednesdays, uh, day after new release day. So, uh, if you guys want to check out and hear us talk about and bullshit and rate movies, um, go check that YouTube channel out. What's the YouTube channel, Dave?
0: It is the 4K Lowdown. It is
1: the 4K Lowdown. Okay. I thought it was just the Lowdown for some odd reason. Uh, no, it's, it's lowdown. the 4K
0: Lowdown and... <clears throat> Yeah, and I'm on I'm on the I'm on Facebook and Twitter as the lowdown one, and Instagram as the lowdown two. Yeah, and uh, of course Facebook, yeah, four K lowdown. Yeah, so uh, check that
1: out as well. Um, again, if you can't get enough of us, you can uh, you can watch either show. You can't get enough of me and Dave. You can't oh, get enough, of and us. we have and a check lot me out, to give.
0: <laughs> yeah, check me out. Check me out tomorrow. I will be battling tomorrow. Yes. Um. I I am dueling movie collections with another person. Uh, basically, it's called it's called the movie collection battle, collection. and it's a it's a one on one matchup where I take on another guy, and we're gonna get asked a series of nine questions um, that are all about steelbooks. So it'll be pick your favorite steel book that's like sci-fi or yeah, that's whatever, people. and then. And then,
1: <laughs> if you don't know what steelbook is, that's four K.
0: Well, not necessarily. Wow. I have Blu-ray steelbooks. I even have a DVD steelbook. Really? But it's it's basically yeah, it's basically a movie oh. that was released as a special edition yeah, in special a metal okay. case. Okay, yeah, spe- metal, it's a special metal case. special. Yeah. like Dune. Genre- oh, like Dune, Dune. they no. generally only they generally only make like a certain amount of them. Um.
1: I got Dune. I got the Dune so special some kind of,
0: case original yeah, Dune. I did I did not get the steel book of that, but I did get the 4K. Oh, I did. And it, it
1: is phenomenal in I'll 4K. S- I'll send it to you before the When's that show? I'll match uh, ship it tomorrow. To you. you can throw that <laughs> gonna, bitch on you're, there. You're gonna you're gonna you gonna oh, you gonna <laughs>
0: overlay overnight me overnight me that tonight. <laughs> Fire <laughs> so power. <I> get, <laughs> pow. Dune Dude, steel book.
1: Steel book. Take collector's it. edition. Extended cut. <laughs> <laughs> double sided disc what yeah. you got now. <laughs> yeah.
0: I have I have the original Dune yeah. 4K steelbook.
1: Yeah. I got the collector's edition steelbook when it came out. It's fucking awesome. It's a dual disc, uh, dual sided disc before they started doing double disc. So mm-hmm. it, it's cool. I love that fucking movie. Um can't wait for the new Dune uh part 2 to come out. But yes. Check that out. What time is that, Dave?
0: That is 5:30 or 5 o'clock Pacific time.
1: Pacific time, so 8:30 Eastern.
0: Yeah, 6:30 cuz he hasn't 6:30. I'm waiting for him to post an update on that cuz he's supposed to like put a thumbnail out advertising it and
2: well, I'll tell you what, everybody go
1: check out the 4K Lowdown. Of course, stay on the Facebook page with us. Go to the YouTube page. Like and subscribe to the YouTube page because that also helps us out on the Spirits of Spirits with John and Dave on YouTube. Um, and, of course, go check out the Lowdown, man. You can't get enough of me and Dave. Uh, we're funny.
0: We're, yeah. <laughs> we're we're delightful. We we're have delightful. our sultry voices and – Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hello,
1: oh, 4K low. That's right. Down. Welcome to the lowdown.
0: The
2: spirits
1: with spirits, the spirits with spirits. I can't do that with the straight face. We're gonna, we're gonna break it down for you slow. Coming to you on the 104 FM. Spirits with spirits. <laughs> okay uh, yeah,
0: <laughs> me Welcome to K-Cock 95. K- <laughs> KCOK
1: 95. <laughs> <laughs> you he had issues. <laughs>
0: where, <laughs> where we are always erect. Where
1: we are always holding the rise. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Something's always looking up.
1: <laughs> oh. Never mind, premature.
0: <laughs> <laughs> ah, damn it! And we all know where North is.
1: Oh, so yes, check check out. Uh, of course, you know, stay watching us, but definitely check out the 4K lowdown. Um, Dave also does a uh, box opening. On his YouTube page. So check check that stuff out. <clears throat> and again, yeah. don't just forget to like and subscribe the 4K Lowdown, but like and subscribe Spiritual Spirits on the YouTube page. With that said, I think we're done for the night. So I want to say thank you to Anchor for allowing us to take the audio portion of this podcast or broadcast and put it out there as a podcast for... Places like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Breaker. That's a lot of podcasts, Pocket Casts, Podcasts, 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 uh, but, <laughs> but they're generous enough to allow us to do that completely for free. So if you guys are trying to do your own thing, go ahead and check it out. But not only will they do it free, they will also sponsor you out. Don't get me wrong. You guys aren't becoming millionaires with using Anchor um, unless you get some big sponsors. Uh, but yeah they, they will sponsor you uh, and of course thank you for restream for allowing us to do the multicast I don't know why I'm thanking them because they fucked us on Facebook tonight but we're on, on Facebook, our Facebook page with the Spirits Spirits we're on the YouTube page with Spirits Spirits with John and Dave uh, we also have Twitch and Twitter and Vaughn live so you can catch us live multiple different ways and listen to us multiple dif- different ways so go enjoy the show man uh, and don't forget to like and subscribe. I love seeing when people subscribe. It makes my heart happy. Uh, but that's it mm-hmm. for tonight, man. Uh, great night. Great show. Can't wait for the 7th on the new night. And Dave, any closing remarks from you,
2: bud?
0: Nope. Uh, great show. I love the interview with Brett tonight. And um, I'm looking forward to Washington, D.C. next Saturday. Um, and then... You know, I'm kind of excited as to what the future holds for us. Yeah,
1: it's gonna be interesting. Going to be interesting. I'm so gonna make you talk, Brett, into coming out with us. August. So, uh. oh, I will.
0: He, he, I th- yeah, I think he'll be totally in too. So, um, right. that I think that'd be awesome.
1: All right, guys. Well, we are gonna say good night. Uh, enjoy the creepy music while we scant her off.